hit that shit before I take another piece. Oh God! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Hentai's Lover Pod. I mean, locals only bruh podcast where we don't support hentai whatsoever. Today, our guest is someone I've been trying to get on to the show since literally before I even thought of the idea of having this podcast. Mister Taylor Bellu Bello Yogi Bear. How do you say your last name, Taylor? It's it's just like the bear from the Jungle Book. So, Baloo. Baloo, okay. I always said, like, belly. Yeah. Baloo. Eh, everyone says, I mean, I answer to anything, so as long as you know it, that's cool with me. Like, I don't I don't care how you say it. I know how to spell <laughs> it. That's all that counts. Oh, and we have uh, uh, Jerry John, your, our other guest host, on this one today. Hello. He's hard styling over there. I can see him. <laughs> He's struggling. He's getting by in life. That's it. So before we jump into anything, my first question for you, Taylor, is on a scale from zero to Jared Alonji, how pop punk are you? Dude, I like to think I'm like pretty pop punk, like like state champs meets meets uh like old Fallout Boy kind of pop punk, like that kind of pop punk. Does that count? <laughs> it's close enough. I mean. What else can you ask for, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite as funny as Jared Alonji is, I suppose. I like because all I do is write sad songs. They're not that entertaining. Like I like how you funny, said that with so. uh, quotation marks. Air quotes. Quotation. I mean, I like Jared Alonji. He's cool. I love you, man. Canadian Softball is like one of the best albums, like best quote, I guess, parody records like I've ever listened to. <laughs> Dude, Ohio's Ohio's for uh, emo kids is probably one of my favorite mashup songs that he's done. Dude, I love it so much. He's super talented. And I'm and I'm really I'm really just a little jealous of him. Dude, same. Like okay, so me and one of my buddies, Drew, who you both know, we've talked about this before where it's like it's upsetting that his records are more well written and more well-produced than a lot of bands out there who are trying to be serious. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta get those sweet shout-outs to Johnny Frank, the OG crab man, oh, for doing yeah. work. Very true. Very true. So, he's a mastermind, too. So, let's get into the serious business here. How did you get started in music? Because, I mean, you mix, you master, you produce, you write awesome music, so take us back to the day you came out of the womb how did you get to where you are today well it was i don't know how the weather was because where i was was indoors and it was around i think it was around seven ish in the morning on a october 9th 1992 uh so i was born i was born and raised in the florence alabama the 256 if you will <laughs> uh i don't know man i i i played i didn't get into music until like almost after high school like I liked music but it was more of a uh, like a middle school thing it was I was introduced to like original not original I guess but the first two records of like Linkin Park 
Meteor and Hybrid Theory. Like that guy, that was like my gateway drug, the heavier stuff. And then uh, I guess when I was in like sixth grade, I think it was sixth grade, um, From Under the Court Tree came out, and I was jamming that record hard. So, uh, and after that, I played a lot of baseball through high school, so I didn't do anything. Uh, I didn't do any music stuff in high school, really. Um, but then after high school, I was like, I just needed something to like fill time and it ended up being that. And I just wanted to start writing and recording my own music. I started playing guitar when I was 14. Uh, the thing that started that was I went to see Dragon Force, which was a dope show. And that's kind of what made me want to play guitar. <laughs> Dragon Force. Yeah, man. Dragon Ball Z. All I wanted to, all I wanted to do was be... I just wanted to be Asian and Herman Lee. That's all I wanted. <laughs> oh, you that, Albie? What? What did you say? I thought he was going to say he want, went to go see Dragon Ball Z on ice. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I'd be down for that. I mean, who wouldn't? As long as it was Dragon Ball Z abridged on ice. Oh my god, dude, that's probably one of the, shout out to Team Four Star because Dragon Ball Z Abridged is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Agreed. It is. So, I mean, so you went through high school, you did baseball, and then you needed something else to fill up your time, and you went to music. So, I mean, that's not a long time for you to get as good as you are in mixing. What did you do, man? Because, I mean... You've won a Nail the Mix month. I think that's how I even, like, actually met you, besides, like, Aaron dropping yeah. your name. Yeah, I uh, I think you messaged me. or I think we connected through the Chango forum at some point. Dude, uh, you can blame Aaron for uh, throwing me to you and, like, having me be your burden now. Because he told me, like, hey, if you have questions, you should message Taylor. He's a really, like, good guy. He's won Nail the Mix. Well, see, I remember talking to a bunch of people through that, and like, uh, yeah, I won that competition. What it was the last September? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I just I met because I wasn't very active in the forum. I never, not that I'd like, don't want to be active in the forum. Just in case anyone from the forum hears this, like, it's not that. It's just I don't know. I read a lot of stuff there, but I didn't post a lot. I tried to help, but a lot of stuff I don't post on or comment on because I don't think I'm knowledgeable enough to answer the questions. And then I end up winning that month. And then all these people are messaging me, and I make all these cool connections, and like, not any, uh, like some editing work has come out of it too, but mostly just really cool dudes from the internet, like swapping zesty secrets and dank memes. But <laughs> yeah, so, but it was cool. So after, yeah, after that, like we connected, and I met all the dudes, and uh, you know, a couple of other guys that I was originally seeing in like the Chango forum, and uh, some of the Joey Sturgis forum and stuff. So, so like that was that's how did you get so good so quick? I mean, because you haven't really been mixing that long, honestly. Well, let's see. I, I just I just turned twenty five, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm an old I'm an old bloke kind of. Yeah, four years on me. Start. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know. So after high school, I didn't get into it until I was like eighteen or nineteen, I guess. And I started writing my own stuff and trying to do that and i want to do the recording thing and it was just a bunch of trial and error because i didn't have good i didn't have really good internet <laughs> for a long time or a way to uh search for it all so i went through if i could get back the money i could if i could get back the money that i've wasted on 
bad music decisions. <laughs> I could probably support myself for a whole six months. Because, like, for a long time, you know, you start out, you're like, I want to sound like Joey Sturgis. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, you just I end up pirating all this bull crap to try and get it. I know it's bad. I know. But I end up pirating all the software to get it to start. And then... I ended up. I had a I had a Meza dual rectifier on point and a, and a 212 cabinet trying to get his guitar tone. Only to find out two years later that was software. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad reaction. Oh my only. god. So that was. That's been kind of my experience. Like it's been a bunch of trial and error, a bunch of yelling into a microphone, a lot of tweaking. A lot of money burned, a lot of creative live courses, a lot of YouTube tutorials. I bought the uh, the Brian Hood course from Shit to Gold. It was super helpful. And then joining Nail the Mix is really taking it, you know, to a new level. And just reference mixes, man. I used to uh, cover snippets of songs that I really liked to try and find that sound. So, like, now if I wanted to do a Joey Sturgis mix, I, I remember I actually still have the, the project file. Uh, it's incomplete, but I have it. I did OG Loco okay. from Mice and Men to get like 2011 Joey Sturgis tone. I got I, it wasn't identical, but I got pretty close, and that's kind of like what I do. I just use a lot of reference mixes, a lot of covers, and tone tweaking, and yeah. I don't I don't know what I mean. I don't I don't know. I'm not really that fantastic. I just got lucky. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Everything kind of I've ever heard from you has been like nothing short, but like really professional sounding. And I know I always tell you like, hey, I love this every time you send me it. And that's not me being a yes, man. That's really me just saying like, I can't really pick anything that wrong with this. Yeah, I appreciate that. That means a whole lot. Like for real, it does. I think that's really awesome that it's cool that anyone likes it. Like, even the original stuff that I sent, like the demos and whatnot, just the fact that someone, some one person likes it makes it worth doing, you know? So as long as one other person besides me likes it, it's totally worth it. So this is a Whether good that segue be the sound to get quality in- or the writing or anything. So this is a good segue to get into um, American Secrets now because you just yeah. released an official first single – uh, how does it feel, man? Because you did it with a music video, Itodo. So how are you feeling about it? I'm feeling pretty good. The The reception's been really positive, actually. I think it, I mean, it's my first thing ever. I was, that's hot. I was playing <laughs> with a few, I played a few bands. Uh, I was, I filled in bass for this band called Goodbye Skyline, who used to play in Florence a lot. Uh, I've kind of disconnected with them because they've, uh, of course, I don't live in Florence anymore. I moved to, uh. Huntsville recently, but I played bass for them for a little bit, I filled in, and I played for this band called uh, Love Brooklyn, and they're based out of, uh, I guess they were based out of Corinth, Mississippi, and then uh, they all moved to Florence to go to school, and I talked to them, and I played lead guitar for them when their other guitarists couldn't make some stuff, and we ended up opening for uh, Framing Hanley somewhere in, in Tupelo, which was pretty cool, it was awesome. Um, all those guys are great. They've got some new stuff coming out, like Shameless Plug for Love Brooklyn. Be on the lookout for that. Um, but other than that, I've never. This is a. I'm going somewhere with this rambling. Um, all that to say, I've never done anything on my own, uh, and I haven't really played that many shows. But I just decided, hey, you know, 
my schedule is really too weird right now to play in a band, so I still want to write music and release it, so I'm just going to do it just because it's fun. Not really to make any money. I think I've burned more money trying to do it all than <laughs> actually making any money. I think that's a lot yeah. of people right now. Yeah. But it's totally worth it. I mean, it's it's fun. That's kind of what I what it is. I just want to put something out there because I've been so scared for so long that if I don't do it now, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I dude, feel I that. feel you like so. Oh God, when I was sixteen or something like that, you know, Attack Attack was barely on their second album, and like I saw this, like that, you know, they were signed when they were like sixteen. So I, like, put this unreal, like, super unrealistic goal on my head. I was like, if I can't get anywhere in music, by the time I'm 18, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to throw it all away. And then 18 hit, and I got real depressed about it. And then I snapped. I was like, that was a stupid goal for me to set. Like, that's a one in a million chance. So here I am at 21, <laughs> almost 22, keep keeping it real, still trying to get somewhere. Dude, I think, I think it'll happen. I mean, it's it's always slow progress, and it happens to different people at different times and everything. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen for me per se, but I like, I don't know. It's just, it's all too fun for something positive to come out of it, whether it be like I just get to do it on the side or if it becomes a career. But either way, as long as I'm still getting to do it, it's totally cool. Dude, honestly, I you can know? see your like American Secrets or anything for really that you're doing with music going somewhere, like. When I first heard American Secrets, I think, or one of the newer demos you sent me, Make Out, like one of the, maybe their second single or something like that, it just came out. And the first thought I had was like, wow, Taylor and Make Out are really going to change the scene for pop punk. Because, I don't know, it's just like I have really like huge faith in the band Make Out and in you with music wise. Yeah. Dude, I appreciate it. I think it's kind of cool, like, um,. Because I know a lot of guys that are in a, uh, some bands, I say back home, in Florence, uh, uh, Florence, Alabama. And they're all, like, great dudes doing, I don't want to call it pop punk. It's some kind of punk music. Um, I just don't, you know, I don't want to intrude on, on what their vision of it is. But it's just, like, it's really grungy. There's a band called, uh, there's two bands in particular. There's, like, West Means Home. They're really awesome. And uh, Boxer Joy is really awesome. They're, like, a... Uh, you know, I also don't want to throw around emo, really, but they're just like really good bands. And to I would kind of consider some of that stuff pop punk, just in it's in the same vein as that. But it's like a, you know, all like if I were to put my project in that, all three of them are so different. Like mine's the very much, I guess the the cleaner pop punk. Their stuff is you know dirtier and and earthier and uh, <laughs> a little more raw, you know. And uh, the contrast is cool that it's coming from a. Uh, the same area so it's just kind of a neat uh yeah i'm gonna say juxtaposition because i like the word not that i know if it's actually the right one to use <laughs> oh my god yeah i don't know like but <laughs> <laughs> dude it's been so long since i've done this show that it's like this is like the first one all over again it's like game putting my training wheels back on that's right so i'm like trying to remember like, fun how dick. do you host something again are we this editing the first, this part out 
Uh, no, I'm gonna leave it in there. I'll let all the sexy people know. Well, now I'm that you said that, he's gotta keep it. I own up to my oh. mistakes. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make mistakes. Man, Everything I've mistake. said today is completely intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I've done in my entire life has been intentional. No matter how embarrassing, that's always intentional. True. True. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I just really like music. Music's cool. So it's a, it's a fun little thing. Have you you've stuck with Nail the Mix, right? You've been going at it still ever since last September. Yes, I uh, haven't. This is going to sound really terrible, uh, but I, I mean, I still subscribe and I've downloaded everything every month. But I haven't actually submitted anything since then, which is awful, and it's totally me procrastinating and just life getting in the way and me always have an excuse not to do it right now. Well, I guess for a few months it was, but now it's like, I really want to do it, but I'm so focused on the new music thing that it's just kind of not, I, I guess I could say taken kind of just to the, it's I pushed it to the side a little, but yeah, I'm still a member and uh, still kicking it and watching, listening to all the podcasts and watching all the mixes and, Still learning a lot. Just I'm actually trying to put a lot of that into practice now that I'm finally back into writing and recording my own stuff again. Uh, did you end up buying, was it low-end mastery class and hearing compression? I have not purchased any. Are those like part of the, the advanced so stuff? I guess they're fast tracks from the enhanced thing, but they ended up selling those three courses like just off the side for like 20 bucks. I think like the EQ one I bought for like five bucks. And the other two classes were 25, which, I mean, they're a really good investment, especially that hearing compression one. Because, I mean, I kind of had an idea of, like, what a compressor does, but still had no idea of, like, even where to go with it. And I've only had this class for about four or five days, and I know a whole lot more than I used to. Man, I, sh I should probably get something on that, because, really, my, my way of mixing is very not that knowledgeable i basically just twist and turn things until it sounds what i want it to sound like which sounds very immature and mediocre and like i don't know what i'm doing which i don't really but uh yeah it's just totally a bunch of turning knobs until i get a sound alike the chris the chris lord algae method just just fiddle with it until it works no i feel you like I kind of do the same thing, but I ended up... So, did you watch the Amir month with uh, Drew Folk? I did. So, you know, like, how he set his mix up where he had, like, uh, drums, drums auto, kick, and then the actual kick track, and then, like, snare, and then the two snare tracks? I ended up, like, stealing yeah, his a way bunch of mixing. Like, that is now how I do it, and it's so effective, and I love it. I ended up actually messaging him. I was like, hey, Drew, wanted to tell you thank you for... Show me how you mix, because I kind of do that now. He's like, dude, I hope it helps you. <laughs> da, 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 da. I was like, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> dude, so. if I... This is really hilarious that you mentioned that. Since we're here, I know no one else can hear it, or I guess see it. But uh, no one's going to uh -huh. see that either. Wow, um, titties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Well, we could probably do it off air, just be simpler, I guess, but... I've actually got a project open that I was tuning vocals for, and I could show you guys, like, 
Ooh. all my routing and stuff. It's way simpler than than that though. Like I only screen have master share. buses really. Screen share. Yeah, dude, screen share. We'll, we'll, like, do, we'll do commentary so people can kind of get an idea of like what's actually going on. Okay, well, pe- listeners in the world of the pod <laughs> of podcast Earth. <laughs> uh, this is a disclaimer that I am not a I'm not a professional that. I really have no idea what I'm doing. Whoa, okay, let me figure out the screen. I know, I'm such a newbie. Uh, add, share screen. Dude, you're a better host than I am. <laughs> True. I mean... <laughs> Can you see me? Can you see my screen? Yeah. Oh, gosh, you see yourself. Okay, oh, there's me again. Sweet. Can you see this? Oh, look at that beautiful yeah, logic. Okay, so what you're seeing is my ep right now wait are you as, mixing all the songs is. in one session i do everything in one session yeah so it keeps it keeps all of my tones consistent and i know i'm I'm doing dia guitars and sample drum but uh it just keeps my my ear consistent across the board because you know it, i'm i'm not switching projects per song i'm literally switching on the timeline Smart. um but here's kind of what helps a lot. Um, I got a newer iMac that I got in 2015. So it's, I did boost up the RAM. It's got 24 gigs of RAM, clocks in at 3.2 gigahertz with a quad-core i5. And it does have the Fusion Drive, which means like one part of the drive is partitioned to be like a solid state that all your programs are saved on. And then the, H, the hard disk side of it like just stores so it kind of helps with the power. I do everything in one project. It's really simple because uh, <clears throat> if you can imagine real drums being here with more tracks, this is exactly how it's set up. Like at the top, I've got my effects and you know all my effects symbols, reverse reverse symbols, bass booms, whether it be some kind of like drum lo-fi thing. It's there. Then it's the drums, the real drums. Well quote real drums because they're all sample drums right now (laughs) and i've got the bass track and then the guitars and then the vocals um but it it looks right now it looks daunting because there's just like crap everywhere dude that's what i was gonna say like this looks terrifying but if you look at the mixer here like here are my drums so they're all right here with like how it's probably eight plugins across everything one two three four five six seven eight nine so eleven across everything then I've got all of those shells bust to their room tracks right here. And that's just fed into all drums. All drums has no processing. It's literally just a, se- a solo and a mute. And then uh, the bass, uh, super simple. I was going to do the split thing where you do like the high and the low, but I just wasn't getting, I wasn't getting good results. So I just have it on one track. And it's not bust to anything because it's just one track. If I would have done a split, I would have busted all to one uh, aux track. But this way I didn't. So quick uh, question. Guitars. On the yeah, bass, um, were you having trouble just gluing it together type of thing? Uh, I think it was, you know, this is all pop punk stuff. And everything that I, tr- every tone that I tried to get with the split was too clangy, I guess. Um. I listened to like a lot of uh, Taking Back Sunday Ooh. and uh, 
that really good uh, Boys Like Girls record, the first one, the self-titled, to like listen to their their bass tones. They're like kind of clean, but a little hairy, and I was just getting it too aggressive when I was doing it the split way. So I uh, ended up just doing it this way. It's you know it's it's a little more driven than that, but it's still a pretty clean signal. And then before we continue again, um, what drum sample? Your boy is using Steven Slate. People are going to trash me now because I'm using Slate drums. But you know what? It's fine. It's cool. They're entitled to their opinion because I am also trash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm actually using uh, uh, all Slate samples. It's actually the basic uh, hi-hat pack and the overheads and stuff. I'm using Kick 24. Excuse me, the Kick DW24 from the CLA expansion, uh, the Slate Snare, the Snare Slate from SSD, and then the Never Toms. Never Toms are tricky though because they're my favorite toms, but they're also too metal. So I had to be careful using those. But it's yeah, but I've it's never nothing. used any Steven Slate plugin in my entire life, so I'm like, I, if they sound good to you, I'll trust you. I mean, I, I it's the only ones I have. I have the I have Drum Forge. Um, Actually, let me pull this up. It's going to look weird, but I'm just going to pull this up real quick. If I start rambling or if this gets boring, let me know because I don't know what kind of... I was like, dude, this is interesting to me. I mean, I hope everyone listening is kind of like understanding what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to... I wish they could see it because I'm really bad at explaining it, really. Um, So right now, if if you got lost, what we are talking about is... Taylor opened up one of his mixing sessions for his EP, and it has literally every song in the same session, and he's taking us through every little instrument and his routing to kind of just say, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, so here's Trigger. Like, I have a bunch of samples. I've got a lot of free stuff, a couple I've made. You know, I've got Get Good, the free ones from Brian Hood, from Drum Trunk, from, like, a bazillion years ago. Uh, I've, I've got the drum forge stuff, um, but for this, I really wanted that like overprocessed kind of ridiculous drum sound. And how do you get that without using Stephen Slate? I mean, they're already kind of pre-processed, so you could have used the ball clap sample. Could have used the ball clap sample. I forgot about that. Is that an Andy Sneap thing? I don't know where it came from, honest. I just know that it's a thing. I swear it was on the Sneap forum from like back in the day. Dude, I remember scouring those forums and the Joey Sturgis forum, trying so hard to figure out what how to do anything. Oh gosh, the internet's a scary place. Dude, it's also a very nice place. It's a terrifying place, but I've met some really nice yes. folks out Dude, yes, yourself included for me because you guys are freaking dope. You're very friendly individuals. I love all the the sweet internet hangs we have. Even though it's the first time we're meeting actually in person. Yeah, like we've been friends since what September of last year when you won, and this is the yeah. first time we're actually talking. Yeah, because I'm super sketchy, and then we tried to do it a couple weekends ago, and then my internet. And I fell through. So. Like I was saying earlier in the episode, before we even continue with the session, I tried to get Taylor on, literally, he was supposed to be my third episode in my head, and, like, I kept asking him, asking him, and he went ghost, like, out of nowhere, he just went ghost, 
and he would come in back in my life very occasionally. And then now he's here constantly in our little group of friends. And he just released the American Secret single, Smoke Me Out. And we here where I live, we ended up getting this really bad thunderstorm literally every single night. And we, it knocked out my Wi-Fi. Like, we had the date set. And then I got home that night to find out I had no Wi-Fi. So I couldn't Skype anyone. I couldn't talk to anyone. And then we were supposed to do it, what, last week? But you had a close I think it was last night, week. right? Yeah, I worked super late that night. And so finally, I'm on fall break right yeah. now. So tomorrow I don't have to wake up too early because I don't go to work till 2. So I ended up messaging Taylor. And we got this for you guys today. <laughs> It was kind of shotgun. We kind of shotgunned it because you were like, hey, let's do it. And I was like, oh, man, this is like the only week today or not only week, only day this week that uh, I've got a night free. So I was like, hey, yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah, dude. I like I shot so, in the dark on this and I'm real happy it worked out. So it's dope. Dope city. <laughs> so where were we? We were just we, we got through bass. I think you're taking us through guitars. Yeah. Uh. Oh, the, and then for it's simple routing. I'll do like a recap too at the end. But uh, and I've got my guitar tracks. Only I've got four rhythms. Uh, I had four rhythms, not because I'm quad tracking, because I'm not that brutal. But I used a different guitar tone for one of the songs. Um, but those four tracks are just being fed into one uh, guitar bus right there. And all of my leads are actually separate. I don't have them bust to anything. I, I was going to, but all the tones are so different. Like I I could use it for uh I could bust them out to bounce like stems and stuff, but uh I just haven't. And then the vocals, here's all my vocal tracks, and they're just fed into one Vox bus. And the Vox bus has got a uh SSL compressor from Waves on it, just so when there's like at one point, there's almost every chorus, there's like four, five, six, eight vocals happening. And that's just to kind of just keep them together so it doesn't get too loud and ridiculous. One thing I have to say, your vocals are amazing. I mean, you've tracked vocals for me a few times. And every time I got them, I'm just like, wow, I really don't have to touch these much. I just have to. Dude, I appreciate it because most of the vocals that I sent you have been, if you saw the contraption that I had to put together to build a, not build, but put together an ISO booth with blankets and pillows and everything, it's ridiculous. It shouldn't work. Um, <laughs> it worked, dude. Like, but, those Blink-182 yeah. uh, vocals you sent me, I was honestly really blown away. I opened it up and I was just like, there's no tuning that has to be done. This is on time. It sounds amazing. I just literally have to move a fader around and maybe just put like a little bit of compression on. Dude, thank you. Oh gosh, that means so much. But what I really need to do is thank, uh, to thank from under the cork tree from Fallout Boy because I used to sing along to that all the time in the car. And I'd also like to give a shout out to uh, the creators of Melodyne for helping <laughs> me make those uh, <laughs> make those pitched vocals happen. I mean, your harmony, like. I don't know, the way I got your vocals, it kind of reminded me of almost Andrew Wade because how he loves his harmonies, and you got all your harmonies down pat. So I was like, that's one thing I've noticed with everything you record is you like your harmony. 
I really love both players, and a lot of that is stealing it totally, Mr. Andrew Wade. Totally stealing it from Andrew Wade because I loved all the work he's ever done with the Data Remember, and I loved that record that he did with Neck Deep. It was awesome. And there's just so many layers and harmonies and doubles, and I'm like, man, that sounds dope. And for a long time, I was like, why do my choruses not sound huge? And then for this, this particular project, album EP thing, I'm totally stealing a bunch of vocal uh, chorus tricks from uh, John Feldman because he'll write, he makes the the chorus, you know, basically get louder just with a bunch of vocals and they sound huge and wide. It's like a blanket of just a voice, but it doesn't overpower anything. And like, it's just really cool. I'm totally stealing from Andrew Wade, John Feldman, like anything uh, uh, McKinnon produces good lord what's his first name jeremy jeremy jeez i can't think of anything today Dude, I'm yeah just a huge data remember fanboy so <laughs> same I'm, I'm actually seeing him i'm seeing him this coming sunday so i'm pretty jazzed about it nice dude i know yeah i think the first time i saw them it was our we have a local radio station called 104.1 the edge and every november they have this show called take the edge off hunger where you could either buy a ticket or take some canned goods to the venue and you get in for with, for free with the canned goods. Um, so that was the first time I saw him there, but I was like in middle school or something like that, maybe freshman year in high school. And I was stupid and didn't take canned foods. I just paid like 20 bucks to get in. <laughs> like I didn't help any families out. I just, I gave people money instead. You greedy dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i mean i've taken food to warp tour before so i kind of made up for it how uh, boy <laughs> boy <laughs> oh god i'm a terrible person i've i've never said that out loud and now that i have i realize how bad that was Looks like you got some editing to do tonight. It's okay. Mistakes have been made, but we still love you for who you are. It made me the man I am today. Not for who you are. A depressed hermit whose only friends live (laughs) in states away from him, and one of them all the way in Australia. What's your uh, what's your area code out there? Five hundred five. So you're five hundred five, sad boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I'm stealing that. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what a. Oh god, I I'm need to make a shirt that says five hundred five sad boy and sell it. Maybe <laughs> my next shirt, bro. You. I'm gonna oh try and get. I'm gonna try and get the hashtag trending for like when I when I were like not trending. I'm not that freaking popular. It's not even that big of a deal. But it'd be not funny yet. if uh, every time I tweeted something about my EP or a new song that I could get two five six sad boy trending at least at because the area code here is two five six and they're all sad songs so. Dude, okay. I mean, when I heard your single, like, I was blown away, but I was so hurt because, like, it was just, you know, it was about being, like, hurt in a relationship. So the only thing I was thinking the whole time was, like, who hurt my boy? Who hurt you? No, it was, I was, uh, I mean, I was mad. I, not that I really, reg- I mean, I don't regret writing because it's art. It's an expressive thing, but uh, I'm not really mad the person who it's about you know i i was i was mad and uh 
but I'm not mad now. Like, you know, I just hope she's doing all right now. We've kind of drifted apart since I moved, but. So the no. real question is, do you still hope she's lonelier than she has ever been? I actually don't. That was really mean of me. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, it was catchy, though. That's all that counts. It was a hook. It was it, catchy. Yeah, it sinks in. Yeah, it was fitting. Yeah, and now I'm just like, oh, man. Ugh, I hope she's not. Because <laughs> I, I would feel really bad. No, fuck that bitch. I, no. <laughs> I hope she's doing great. That's that's really what I mean. You know. But but yeah, I mean it's 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 art. I was mad, so I wrote it, and it was it turned it out. It turned out cool. I like the song, dude. It's a great song. <laughs> I love the song. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Taylor went from mad boy to sad boy real quick. Yeah, mad boy to sad boy. But now I'm I love but it. well, I'm trying to think of of one. I'm trying to think of a one syllable word for uh for like happy. Joy. Mad boy, sad boy, joy boy. Well, there's sad. Fab boy, if I were like feeling no. fine, stop. Okay, cease. <laughs> cease. Okay, so we'll figure something out. Back to the session here because we we went on a really bad tangent. That's my fault. Um, so you took a lot of vocal techniques for choruses from people like John Feldman. Andrew Way, Jeremy McKinnon. Um, so, how yeah. do you have these kind of bust? Uh, I just have the. I actually don't have a separate bust for the mains or the harmonies or anything. They're all literally being fed into the one box bus because I'm insane. I'm insane, and I apparently like to hurt my computer by uh, having all these plugins. Like, I don't even bust to reverbs, and I know the people. Some guys that are way more experienced than me are going to hear that and then be like, wow, you're wasting a whole lot of computer power, which I would say to them, sir, you are correct. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just have better luck with this. It simplifies it. It keeps my track count low. Um, my thing, I really don't like to automate delays and uh, – I don't like to automate delays and verbs. So if I wanted a different sounding delay or verb, I just make a new track, which again, sounds kind of new, like a little too ridiculous, but so far my computer can handle it. Well, so, I mean, it's and not if it's the quickest solution, because I mean, as long as it works, that's really all that counts. Cause there's really nothing. Really, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a few wrong things you could do with this kind of stuff, but really in mixing there's not really any wrong way as long as it sounds good right and this is just it was just a simpler solution to a problem you know that i was having so so you know I, I'm, I'm lazy so if i don't have to automate something i won't i'll just make a new track and leave a static volume that way i don't have to control any i don't have any haters moving anything and if I want to make volume changes, it's way easier just to move one fader than to go in. Because Logic's automation, I know, you know, is really weird. Yeah. It's like, so if I if I don't have to automate it, I won't. There is some automation going on, but it's like big hand strokes. Like big squares of, of volume drops. They're not very, uh, I'm not riding a fader is really what I mean. Yeah, the only thing for like... Any- I don't know when I automate because I use logic as well. 
I try to really keep it just a volume automation or maybe like um, on gain reduction to throw on the lo-fi because I love the lo-fi sound from gain reduction. But besides yep, that, I'm using the, it a few times over here. Yeah, that's the only time that I really try to touch automation in here because it's really weird. It, it and it, it's so it gets so overbearing because I feel like I'm having to babysit it if I <laughs> automate a lot of stuff. I feel like I'm having to babysit tracks. So I'm like, oh, I need this one part to come up, but I gotta open up automation, get my tool, and like drag it up, and then listen instead of just having one track and one fader that doesn't move and just bam, it's already there. It's just so much easier for my brain to comprehend. No, dude. I mean, that's exactly why I started using that Drew Folk method is because he has, like, drum. For Let's say drums, for example. You have your drum track, and it's literally just the drum bus, but there's nothing on it. And what's routed to it is the drum auto, which is for drum automation. So if you have any plugins you need on your drum bus, you throw it on there. If your like the entire drum set has to come up like two dB, you just move the drum auto instead of having to even touch anything else. And I was kind of doing something similar to that uh, on a single track with uh, I just just L one. Like I would automate the track, then use L one as my volume control. But I got tired of opening up a plugin to do uh, volume stuff instead of like so. Like I would automate my track, but then use L1 as like an overall volume control. Whoops, and uh, it just—I'm again—I'm lazy. I didn't feel like clicking on a to open a brand new plugin just to like lower it a half dB. So, did you um did you end up updating Logic? My Logic updated last night. Uh no, I am running ten point. Three two and my OS is still old as well. I'm still running El Capitan. Oh my goodness, boy! I'm too. I'm so. I'm so scared to update because I don't want anything to not work. Because if it's still working, then I'm not gonna mess with it because everything's cool. Um. So the new and I'm just, the reason I was gonna ask though is, is the way the MIDI looks now. The MIDI looks super cartoony. Does it look different than than this? Yeah, like open up your piano roll real quick. Yeah, it's completely different than that. Yeah, like it's a lot Ooh, bigger. And say um, say you're now using like a Logic drum uh, kit sampler thing, whatever. It tells you like mm -hmm. on each like when you open the piano roll, it tells you like what each note each note is compared to like where you kind of just had a guess before. Oh, that's kind of handy. Yes, yeah, so like though. on D1, it'll say like this is the kick. C or C1's the kick. Yeah. D1's the snare. Yada yada. Hmm. Because I'm basically just like shooting in the dark right here, whatever I'm doing. But yeah, I'm always afraid to update because just to get the new logic, I got to update the. You have to the update OS your OS system. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure. Uh, Universal Audio has like updates for the Apollo and stuff, but I'm just so just don't want to do it until at least this project is finished, so it doesn't ugh, completely stop working. So to talk about this like, project, I, I never update. How many songs are going to be on this upcoming EP? Um, right now 
it's project. I don't have a set date. I know it's going to be sometime in November. Um, right now, I've got one, two, three. F- I'll have I have five songs. One's not in here because it's like you know your obligatory acoustic song. Um, yeah. Um, but I've I've been writing another one. I've just got chords and stuff and lyrics. So it may be six. Best case, it's six. Worst case, it's five. You should release it on Thanksgiving. That way I have something to be thankful for. Dude. Oh, nice. Dab. Not on friendship, but all right. We'll go fuck ourselves. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry, Jerry. I love you. Nah, delete me. But boy, come <laughs> back. Baby, come back. Delete, delete this, nephew. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that up. Oh, God. Delete this, nephew. Cousin, stop. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. Memes. Oh, God. Dank memes. Zesty memes. Zesty. Hot off the grill. Dang. Memes are at all time high. Oh, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> Don't let your memes. Jesus oh gosh, Christ. dude! If we're still skyping after the show's over, like I got some zesty memes to send both of you guys. Oh yeah, dude, I'm Same. down. I mean, I don't even know how long this show's gonna go on. To be honest, like you got a lot of editing to do, my friend. Dude, this is nothing. After that one, the second episode episode with Zach, after like that three and a half hour episode, this is nothing. That's fair. Yeah, dude. After three not, and a half hours of editing audio, that's where I was. I was ready to end myself. <laughs> like I was literally like laying in my bed with my laptop, just editing away. And then I just really thought, I was like, is this even worth it? Like, what am I doing with my life? I could be sleeping, but here I am listening to myself talk and cutting out the parts I don't want people to hear. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, at least it's fun because like. Taylor is a really fun guy to actually talk with. It's not like a shitty person. Yeah. Uh huh. Go back a few episodes, <laughs> you'll see what I mean. At at at. <laughs> I said Man. it. Oh, That's some you calling said it. out. You said it. As a disclosure, I have no idea what's going on. Oh no, I know you don't. Don't be copy. Don't be cocky. <laughs> even oh, though Lord. you're a local band with 141 likes on Facebook. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's more likes than I have on Facebook. Listen, but you're beautiful. Like, you're the second oh. coming of Jesus. I accepted it. The ginger Jesus. The ginger. Oh, dude, the... that means the Antichrist is going to oh, win because you don't have a soul. I know. Oh, stop. <laughs> no, I'm a. Do, do you guys watch baseball at all? No. Sorry, I'm straight. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, man, this turned into a Taylor got... roasting session real quick. <laughs> right? Yeah, you just you just roasted me. You roasted other guys, and now you're calling me gay. Oh. Listen, <laughs> listen, Sonny. I will have oh. you know. Yes, Daddy. Don't make me get sassy on you now. <laughs> yeah, yes, Queen. Work it, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, God. I don't remember what I was freaking saying now. Like, I have no idea what was going on before Something that. about baseball, baseball and you being gay because you watch baseball. 
Yes, that. Okay, so uh, <laughs> there's a there's a player there's a player for the Dodgers. His name's Justin Turner. He is my celebrity lookalike. And if you check it out, you'll be like, "Hey, dude, Taylor, you're not quite you're not quite as fit, but I see it." You 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 have screen share on. Just Google a picture for us real quick. Oh, oh gosh, you're right. I do. Hey, look, there's your messages. <laughs> Whoa, dudes. Thank God no one can see those. <laughs> Oh shit, that's you. Okay, nah, but like on the real, you're kind of more handsome. Like, oh, let's be thank real. You. <laughs> He's got a better beard than me, only because I haven't caught up with it. I was gonna say, but, I was gonna say, I actually like your beard better than his. His is kind of yeah. really weird. His looks like my uh, pubes. <laughs> okay, look at that though. Okay, yeah, that that Man. one has you beat. Justin Turner's a beast. Anyway, that's it for that. That's all the shots she wrote for that, folks. That's a really big dick. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Let me just clear my search history really quick. <laughs> what kind of plugin is that? It's long. Sausage pattern? <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, gosh. I can't say anything too terrible. My parents will listen to this. Oh, boy. You raised a good kid. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to all the moms and the dads. We all love you and thank you for her conceiving us. Yeah, making sure I would stay in line and always be respectful, even to strangers on the internet. Yeah, same. Mom. Mom, I stole <laughs> my $5 back. <laughs> you boys trying to get the 5 for 5 at fucking uh, Carl's Jr. Burger King. Oh, <laughs> ew, don't. Dude, come on. Carl's Jr. makes better burgers and they have a 5 Listen. for 5. Listen, 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 listen. I have no idea what the fuck you just said because I've never heard of that. <laughs> so you don't uh, know what Carl's Jr. is? No. Have, do you have a hard here in the dirty south? Here in the dirty south, we call it a Hardee's. You uncultured swine. Yo, okay. Hardee's and Carl's Jr. is the exact same thing. From New York, oh. you don't have any of that. We get shot. You have tolls. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, we have tolls, and we get shot. Oh, and New York sounds nice. <laughs> New York sounds actually really nice. I can't wait to visit I mean, one day. I like it. Yes. I'm sorry, That's Taylor. Yes. If we if we ever meet up, you have to meet me somewhere because I ain't going to that dirty South Alabama. Yeah, dude, you gotta find house. me. Gotta find me in the OG two five six. Attila has like two records about the dirty South. I'm just you kidding. Love it. I'll pro actually, I do need to go to Alabama eventually to go visit my uncle he lives out there where's he live where's he live in bama dude actually i don't know like i really don't know <laughs> i just know he lives in alabama dude you need to find out because if he's if you're in the state i will like totally make the drive dude i really hope it's the dope. same town as you i really really do is he oh, i mean i'm in huntsville right now i'm in huntsville alabama i i don't know which town he's from i really really don't uh, Hey, you, you got my number. Actually, don't have my number. I don't have your number. But, I just I have you on Facebook. So that's true. I'm going to give out my phone number to you goons right now. You know why? Because I don't give a crap. 1-800-225-3942. What? Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? <laughs> That's a banger of a song. Don't get me started. Was that Tommy Two Tones? Dude, it is Tommy Two Tones. I'm glad you know it. Yeah.
Dude, I love Tommy Two Tone. Okay, so I've the great song. I've called that number before, and I did it with a five hundred five area code, and it was some dude. He's like sounded really professional and whatnot. He's like, if you uh, leave a message after the tone, if you need to talk about setting up an appointment, if you're calling about the song, never contact me again. Oh my God, oh that's beautiful. Uh, I've actually, well, you know what? Nah, I'm going to call it later. I'll see. I'll see what happens when I do the two fast six. <laughs> so I get freaking, someone's going to have like harassment charges against me for trying to call their yeah, Tommy right. Two-Tone number. Dude, it's their, uh, it's their fault for even walk. like getting that number after that song was really. True. Hey, you are, ass- you are assigned numbers, aren't you? How do phone numbers work? I don't know. This is totally off track. You can, not even you a can always request for a different number. <laughs> What? You can request for a different number. Don't you have to pay for it, though? Uh, I mean, if you say you're getting harassing calls, no. Well, I feel like they'd take money. Yeah, I feel like they would take money. I feel like you guys just need to listen to me and stop crapping on my idea. Yeah, let's just you know go fuck ourselves. First, <laughs> <laughs> you want to, like, end our friendship and then... Now you're just like, listen to me, I'm Jesus, alright. Wow. I mean, I'm yeah. not Jesus, but uh, I'm better. Oh, I'll be. You know what, I'm just gonna suck your dick. And I just realized Taylor's parents are gonna listen to this. I am so sorry, I mean, I'm this way. <laughs> Olive's gonna listen to this, too. Hey, it doesn't so matter she's what gonna you fight say. You. It doesn't matter what you say, I'm just... Oh, I'm true. Trying, I'm trying to be courteous, so my parents don't hear me swear, because they have a lot already and i don't want <laughs> that to be internationally so it's fine it actually True. i i just want to give a huge thanks to actually we do have some international listeners um i mean i don't know if joey listens but i've looked at our website and we have a few hits from like switzerland and actually just a lot from switzerland of two to f- th- or three from iceland and one other from another country that's like really known for its metal. So thank you guys for giving a listen to the Locals Only Bro podcast and putting up with my bro. annoying, nasally, unpubescent 21 year old voice. That's actually. I love you. <laughs> it's actually from New York. using a different IP you... address. So do you, do you really like. Do you prefer hand tossed pizza or deep dish pizza? Since you're from New York, New York style, like, don't they have? Um, a I mean, okay, yo, as you can see, I'm a very large man, so anything I get, it's going in my mouth. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, same. same. Women, though. hit me up. Single, ready to mingle. Um, all right. Uh, honestly, like, I never got into deep dish. I think it's just too what? too deep. Obviously. It's just too deep. Yeah, no, it's too much for me. I'm in too um, deep. Hand tossed. Like that's like if you go to New York City, like that's most of the stores right there. Just hand tossed. Just hand tossed. Cool. I think me and one of our older guests, uh, Clayton. He's from Chicago. He used to be from Chicago, and. Yeah, he likes deep dish because obviously Chicago and Chicago deep he's dish. Ugly. Dude, deep yeah. dish all yeah. the way. Well, I mean, depending where you go, I guess, because some places make better hand toss than they do deep dish, but 
a lot of places here make deep dish better than hand toss. I've always I want to go to New York strictly just for the food. Like I'd probably get murdered and mugged, but maybe not in that particular order. But I'd yeah. totally get some good eats. You'll be with me. You'll be fine. Oh sweet! You can show me the ropes, Mr. Jerry. Will do. <laughs> can, we fight, can we fight off Ninja Turtles? <laughs> you think you go to a different New York, sir? That's called Long Island. <laughs> 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 those are where the weirdos are at <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> awkward silence because that's the truth uh, <laughs> we can go see daredevil i'll give you that <laughs> that's true what about wait is spider-man and i think spider-man and daredevil cross paths so you should see a glimpse yeah, of spider-man um, a couple times spider-man's in queens I'm saying this like he's an actual person. Okay. But, <laughs> but I mean, he could be for all we know. The government just wants to keep it a secret. Stop. Like, we you can breathe in space. They just don't want us to escape. Shout out to my boys in Enter Shikari. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're making, you're making Jerry want to commit Sudoku. <laughs> Suit upsides. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, but same, so it's okay. I mean, I do recommend going to New York City, though. It's always a good experience. I really thought you were going to say I really recommend committing suicide. <laughs> I thought we were supposed like, to be positive. If you want me yeah. to be the real me. Listen, we're supposed to bring the music and you bring the hope. The... Jerry, you got to keep this hopeful now. Jerry, Jerry yeah, does his own music stuff on the side. The sound of hope is me and Aaron. Pressure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty hopeless. He he likes nice. his ritual season media where they have great rates and a quick turnaround time. You should totally check out what they have in store for you. Please, I can't afford to feed myself. Someone message me. Honestly Give though, me your money. anyone out there who needs a really good uh stream video, Jerry John from Ritual Season Media is the way to go. His rates are really good. The turnaround time is super fast. I'm. I love you. I may be hitting you up for a lyric video maybe soon, boy. I don't do those yet. I'll try. Oh, man. Yes. Could be a learning experience. Yeah, right. Definitely not going to charge you because I will fuck this up. <laughs> nah, it's cool. I, I'll, I'll order you pizza since we're back on the pizza thing again. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> If you get me deep dish, I'm sudokuing myself. <laughs> Dude, that's all I want now is for you to hire him for pizza. And then he opens the door and the dude's just like, here's your deep dish, Jerry. From Taylor. Right. Like, what if he just gives me, like, a pineapple deep dish? Joke's on you. I actually like pineapple I was going to say, it's like, pineapple on Dude. pizza's bomb. I, I agree that pineapple on pizza is delicious. Thank People you. that that disagree can get off their high horse and accept that they should probably eat more fruit. D you I agree. Fucks. I mean, I have to get my nutrients <laughs> somehow. <laughs> oh, my God. If only people could see what it actually look like. So they're like, oh, irony. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm hiding. I'm hiding my gut behind this desk. You actually don't know what I look like. You, have no idea. Okay, you real quick, Taylor. Stop. Congratulations, man. I saw the that picture you posted where it's like me like a year ago. Me now. You look really good now, dude. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. I forgot about that. Yeah, I've uh, I've just been a. Uh, well, it, that's what happens when you get really sad and you don't eat. Yeah, no. I'm totally kidding. No, oh, <laughs> I was like, I wasn't. That's that's how I dropped a lot of weight. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that hit close to home. Kidding. That was a joke. Completely a joke. Jeez. But it works. No, it was. It was yeah, it did work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of drinking water and working out. Like I'm still I still eat like garbage, but. Yolo. Damn, boy, that's a tight asshole. I'm glad you like what you saw, boy. Power. He, he just comes back and he's just like, oh, twerking. Nice. <laughs> Dude, too bad Wait. you don't have a video, like a video thing. Oh, gosh, this chair sucks. <laughs> Dude, I wish this was recording this chair. so I could make a gif of that. <laughs> oh, gosh. I hate this chair so much. If anyone wants to just donate to the cause... I'll give you my email address and my Venmo so you can so I can raise money to get a new computer chair. Dude, same. I'm you look at this. This is like a Walmart ten dollar chair. Look at this. Oh, nice. Hey, but you can play guitar in it because there's no uh, armrests. Yeah, that that's True. how I track all my, my guitar. I just I sit here like this. I've never Exactly. But it's yeah. so uncomfortable because, like, when I, you're mixing a song for, like, three hours, you're just like, oh, God, I need to shift positions. And now, like, my monitors are in line. Oh, was that's nice. Heck, yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Are we going to have a contest right now about how long we can hold these yeah, boys? Yeah, boy. <laughs> Someone count us in. Yo, use the click. Use a click real quick. Who has a click set up? <laughs> Drew. I mean, Drew's out here. I miss Drew. <laughs> I miss Drew. Okay. Right. Oh, Drew's awesome. All right, someone, someone's counting it. Someone count us in. Let's do this. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Boy. Look, I started laughing. It was five measures, if that's anything, in four four. That's it's better well, than it's better than my ass. <laughs> oh my god! You would have won if you didn't laugh. You would have won. Sorry, I'm tired, <laughs> man. Sleepy. It's funny. Okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Dude, honestly, wow, I don't know emotional. why. Every time I look at you now, I kind of just picture like Kevin Smith. Who is Kevin Smith? What? Jay and Silent Bob? Who in the world has two first names? Fucking weirdos. What? Oh, Jerry John. I was about to say, I was like, Jerry, you shut off, you two first names. I, dude, I still remember, like, the second conversation you and me ever had, I asked, so why do you have two first names? <laughs> Is that your middle name? Nah, man. So what's your whole name, Jerry John? I, alright, quick story. I was talking <laughs> to this girl last name? night. It's literally Jerry John. This girl, 
um i talked to her for like two hours and she was like so what's your real name like on facebook it says jerry john everywhere it says jerry john so like what's your name and i swear on my life i had to pull out all my ids just to prove that my name was jerry john as in my school id my driver's license my blood donating card everything (laughs) do you still do not have a do you not have a third name do you just just two it's my first name is Jerry. My last name is John. That's it. That's awesome. It's white. <laughs> I was like, for the brownest person white. on this show, you have the most whitest name. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Taylor is all foreign and beautiful with Taylor Malou. I'm so, I'm so fair-skinned. So pale. <laughs> with my red hair, I don't know what to do. Beautiful. If you ever go on tour and you come to New Mexico or Phoenix, you're gonna have to put on some Maya sunscreen, boy. Yeah, I hear it's. I hear it's hot out west. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's scorchingly unbearable. I've heard that it's a dry heat though. Like there's not a lot of humidity. Is that still a true statement? Yeah. So. Um, at least for, I mean, I've only been to Arizona when I was little in the summertime, so I can't really remember, but here in New Mexico, it's a really dry heat. So, I mean, it, some days it's not that, like, you're thankful it is, but like when it's windy and it's that dry heat, you want to just kill yourself because it feels like needles are hitting your skin anytime, like the wind picks up a little piece of sand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here down in the in the dirty south, it's real humid and stuff. It's just that sticky, icky. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been so, I've so, been to Florida. So, so I've experienced that nasty humidity. Oh, it's probably worse in Florida. I don't know much about about wind and and air though. Traveling, I'm just a simple man. I'm just mm-hmm. a simple man. It's a simple man. Just a small town girl. Get it. Honestly, like, Uh, I get so intimidated trying to sing in front of both of you because both of y'all are some great vocalists, and I'm just here like, man. If you saw, if you saw, if you saw all the tuning I did earlier, you'd be like, hey, he's not that good. You saw me at practice today. Oh, You're oh, sick. Man. Shut up. <laughs> You're pretty sick too. <laughs> I was like, You're sick, man. Shut up. No, no, no. Not like, not like sick, but like, achoo, achoo, cough, cough. So that's why you probably weren't sounding your best. You know, why don't you just shoot me in the face? Like, make it easier, right? No, like, because your voice needs to be heard by everyone on this planet. Delete me. Delete. Wait, no one watches like wrestling here, do they? Nope. Oh. And you called me gay? Watching baseball? <laughs> Dude, it's cool to like sometimes see some people's bones get broken. Oh my god. But before that, you just see naked dudes touching each other. Hey, you don't know what we do off Skype. Hey, there's no tentacles, like it's so it's not that gay. True. True. I can't. I don't have a counter argument for that. You <laughs> hobnucker. <sighs> okay. Can, I, I don't even know like how to tie this back into music at all. Like about you, because like there was just a hentai joke, and I don't know how to go back to you. Now that's a wrap. <laughs> with a tentacle, and then that's it. 
that, that's a somehow just just slide back in there. Nice. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If she's a hermaphrodite and a he. And a he. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm really just trying to like figure out a good way to segue back to talk to you, like talking about just you. Because this whole episode is supposed to be only about you. Right. All right, let, let me, I got this. Hit me. What kind of porn are you into? Ooh, good question. Wait, his parents, shit. Ah. He's a good <laughs> Christian young man. He's Catholic. That... Are you Catholic? I'm not Catholic. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was born and I guess raised in like a church of Christ and then baptized in a Baptist church. But I don't really go anywhere right now. <laughs> he is a good boy. <laughs> I'm like your favorite. I'm like your favorite dog. Dude, that sounded that was really, really good. That was, that was awesome. How did you do that? Lots and lots of knock loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on a tangent, let's talk about knock loose for a second. Do it. I think they're all super talented dudes. They're cool in interviews. I think they're. I, I think their music is neat for hardcore. Um. But I am like so not into it. I don't want to offend the knock. I don't even know if they'll ever hear this. The knock loose dudes. I just. I wish I was into it because they got such. Like it's so high energy, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. To be I mean, honest, not I've only heard, like, like 30 everything. seconds of a Nakalu song, and then I turned it off. Their breakdowns are sick, though. <laughs> I like the production on, like, the Loose album, to be honest. It does sound really well. Sound really mm. well. Sound really good. Sound really well. That doesn't make the sense. The goodest. Whatever. The goodest. The hypest. The hypest. <laughs> That's it. But I do get what you mean. Like, it's kind of overhyped. Not a lot of people do like that. Um, a lot of people do I, like it for the energy, though, like you said. Yeah, I think I messed up. I missed them at Warped because I was gonna see them, but they come like their schedule conflicted with something else because I was gonna go watch. Right. I just couldn't make it happen. Listen, to but, knock loose by a sheer will. Listen to spite. <laughs> That's that. Uh, I'm not into hardcore that much, which sucks. Spite's like really the only hardcore band I'll get down to. Them and Traders. Traders, I mean, yes. Does Amir count as a hardcore band no. now? What are they? They're not even metalcore anymore. Are they, they metalcore anymore? They get it because all they play is zeros. And I like hey, nice. Food. I'm just hungry. <laughs> I thought that was the jab at Frankie for losing some weight. Oh. Hey, Frankie, Paul, Mary, you look, you look good. You're funny on Twitter, and I and I enjoy your Twitch streams. Dude, he's hilarious <laughs> on Twitter. Like any social media you can find Frankie on, he's hilarious. Is he? I really like his. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool. He's a cool dude. I remember he got so like... much heat for his uh, clothing line because one of his shirts like had a picture of the Columbine shooting on it. Edgy. <laughs> he is edgy. It got people talking. He's either he's either insane or a genius. Cause... Or both. Or I was say. Yeah. So, <laughs> why not both? Mexican music plays in the background. Little girl gets carried off in a parade. 
¿Por qué no dos? ¿Por qué no dos tomes? Oh, gosh. Apparently, Frankie just lives like an hour and a half away from me. Tempted. I mean, how far does Doriano live from you? <laughs> That's also an hour and a half, but upstate. I mean, uh, you should make a band with Doriano, because... Oh, have you heard what happened with Serona? Yeah. Convince him See, to get what was me back together. Dude, <laughs> I wish. The Genesis, I think you and me have talked about this before, Taylor. <laughs> Genesis, what was me lineup was the best thing ever. Agreed. And I like both of those albums so much. Even even if uh, Genesis is kind of cheesy, it's real heavy, and all the sound design was cool. Shout out to your boy Cameron Mazel. Um, but then the first one, with Tyler Carter's thing, Michael Bond doing the scrims, like it's not even it's not even the same band, obviously, because there are like twelve lineup changes. They're like the attack attack of of that kind of thing. Dude, didn't they? But uh, didn't they release a shirt that said like I was a member of Woe Is Me? Oh, I think so. Dude, I'm actually wearing a Woe Is Me was, shirt. I, this really low cut V neck is a Woe Is Me shirt. Oh, is it the S? Yeah. Stop showing your titties, Albert. That's badass. <laughs> I remember I, re- I remember wanting to see them at Warped so bad, and I missed their set in Atlanta in like 2012 or 2013. I don't remember. But uh, I missed their set, so I go to their merch table like later in the day, and their guitar – I was like trying to talk to the guitar player, and he was such a dick. Like he was such a douche. Like I couldn't even talk to him. And then the, and then the drummer at the time – because this was after the American Dream EP came out, and they had a new drummer, because Austin Thorne wasn't in the band anymore. And uh, I was like, hey, you're the new drummer. And he's like, and he gives me this face. And he's like, yeah. And it's all he said. <laughs> all he said. So when I met That's them, so uh, it was back when Michael and Tyler were still the vocalists. This was back when Austin Carlisle just became the vocalist of A Mice and Men again. So right after Jerry Roush's time, when they did like that huge tour with I set my friends on fire and whatnot. They were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cause so they were still like really new band. They were the nicest dudes ever. I had my, I think I still have the wallet somewhere, but it's like signed by all the original members of Woe Is Me. That's, That's freaking dope. dope. I've had some really hit or miss like meet and greets. I've never paid for a meet and greet, I guess, but like running into dudes in the hardcore scene, they're very hit or miss. Either great or they're terrible. But in like the pop punk scene, everyone's super cool. Like I saw. I saw Seaway and Four Year Strong and uh, Grayscale and Life Lessons just a few nights ago in Birmingham. And I met most of those guys, and they were, like, super cool dudes. I met Go Radio once, and they were awesome. Like, every, Yeah, like, everyone in that scene just seems to be – I'm to, it's totally an umbrella thought for me because only, I've only had, like, my own experiences. But everyone in the pop punk, I'm just, like – pop rock scene have always been super super chill even if i've had weird experiences like hardcore bands i guess knock on wood i've never had a really bad experience with any bands that i've ever met like i've even met franz after an attila show he was walking to the tour bus and i was walking back to my car with my buddies like we were on the way to the er because one of my buddies went in the pit and got his like lips mashed so it was like dangling he had to get it stitched back together but like he was like before we go to the hospital let's go talk to the franz and so we we're talking to him. He's like, dude, 
do you need a ride to the hospital? Like, I'll call you an ambulance or something because that lip's about to fall off. So I'm like, <laughs> that's so brutal. Even like at Warp Tour and everything, <laughs> I've never had a bad experience with anyone. They've always been really nice. Yeah, everyone at Warped. I've only met the Woes Me dudes at Warped. Everyone else is super cool at Warped. I've met Which... Enter Shikari after one of their shows at one of the smaller places. Uh, they were really cool. Like, I kind of expected them not to be just because, you know, like overseas they're playing for like a million people per show. And here they play yeah, for they're like, like 30 people. Yeah, they sell out stadiums in most of Europe, don't they? Yeah, but over here in the States, they're, like, playing little local bars. Yeah, I, they're great. I don't know what is keeping them. Aren't they signed to an American label? Yeah, so they're pretty much signed to, like, a different label in every, like, country. I'm going to look it I up think right he, now. I think here in the States, it's Interscope or something like that. That would make sense, actually. But, I mean, like, they're... Uh, I don't know. They're one of the best experimental dubstep metalcore mashup political bands ever. Yeah, everything's a little different. Uh, this one came out. Okay, so according to <laughs> iTunes, their new record that came out this year like two is days under ago. their own publishing. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah. I know a flash flood of color was Interscope. Jerry looks so bored with us. No, oh, no, it says. See, this says this says Inner Shikari, uh, under exclusive license to Hopeless Records for uh, a Flash Flood of Color, which is the the Redux. Re- so whatever, which one was Interscope? Because I know one of their things was Interscope. Unless it was just the regular release. Nope, Hopeless Records. Maybe you're just wrong, son. No, I've Maybe seen Interscope branding on one of their CDs. He kicked you off your own show. <laughs> I would drop the mic. That'd make a very annoying sound. And I don't want to hurt my microphone. I don't want to hear it's any clipping. Expensive. Clipping is forbidden on this show. Uh, the, <laughs> the album Common Dreads was on Interscope under exclusive license to DGC Records in the UK. Whatever that means. Do, 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 do. So you win. But you, you win one of them. That's all that counts. I just G-G. I I know that it was on one album, but let's be real. Flash Flood of Color and Common Dreads were probably like one of their best like two albums. I have not listened to those that much. Dude. Either. Oh, all of you, like both of you, just broke my heart in many pieces. It's it's almost fall, so I've got to listen to all my like throwback bands and all my new uh uh feels. Like alternative punk rock bands. I feel like for me, the fall is like pop punk and motionless and white. <laughs> Brutal. Well, this for me, it's a different kind. Of, I guess I use pop punk year round, but I went through like a really heavy metalcore phase for like six months, just just a few months ago. It just ended. Like the new Wage War record. The, okay, so everyone and their mom's like, you know, Wage Ward's the best record ever. It's best medical record of 2017. They were right until, ready for this? Until Currents, Currents got signed. Yes, until Currents got signed to a, a Sharp Tone. Sharp Tone, dude. Yeah. That, um, so good. I can't even begin to describe how. 
great. That's I don't give albums tens, man. I don't give them ten out of tens. It's not ten. the way Jordan's a nine. The current one may be a ten. I agree. I've actually well, never heard that okay, album. Dude. Uh, oh my god, you're missing out. I will listen to Inner Shikari if you listen to that Currents record. All right, I'll send you screenshots tomorrow. I'll listen okay, to cool. my mother if you listen to that. You'll listen to what? My mom, bitch. Oh. Much edge, such angst, much teenage still. I'm very, wow. it gets worse. Wait, aren't you, aren't you still 19? <laughs> me? Yeah. I'm 20. Don't, why don't you care about me? Dude, when we met, you were 19. Stop trying to look at my butthole. It's okay. Who are you, Austin Jones? (laughs) I'm too old for you. (laughs) Did you just call me Austin Jones? Yes. I'm trying to find the metalcore albums that came out this year that were, like, bangers, other than Wage War and Currents. Motionless and White. I forgot about that one. I did totally Mm. forget about that. Uh, the new Amir one, I guess. Ocean State, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, that album's awesome. What? Albert, delete yourself. I've never really been a big fan of <laughs> Ocean State, Alaska. Delete this nephew. Neither, <laughs> <laughs> Neither have I until this album. Bro. Drew's a huge fan of them, Ooh. though. Like That was like Drew's favorite band besides Ooh. Devil Wears Prada. Oh, man. Zombie EP forever. Dude, Zombie EP yes. is... Well, I can't say that when... I don't know, man. Roots Above or Zombie. I don't know which I like better. Zombies. Zombie. Let's you know be what? Real. This will be fun. This is music related. Who? Let's do your top 10 favorite... Top 10 favorite records of all time. Ooh, 10. You have to make... Give me like 2.5 seconds to think. Okay. No, no particular order. Um... <clears throat> For those that have heart by Data Remember. Okay. Um, One. Dude Ranch by Blink-182. Discovering the Waterfront by Silverstein. Mm. Infamous re-release Deluxe Edition by Motionless and White because the original Infamous was trash. Uh, Dang. Dude, it was. Listen to those mixes. Life Cycles by The Word Alive because there are some really good songs off of that. Good album. Um, God, what's that close to home album? It's their second, or it's like their first full length album when they first signed Artery. Um, we will overcome. Is that what it's called? Is that yeah? Is that your sixth one? Yeah, that's six. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, bless the fall. Two. If it's not Hollow Bodies, I'm I'm gonna hang up. It's not Hollow Bodies. <gasps> it's the one before that. Boy. I think. Uh, is it called Witness, the one with the butterfly? Yeah. Yeah, that one. And it had it had the rest of me or whatever. Yeah, Where like, it, Hey Baby, it also here's had... that song you wanted. Yeah, Hey Baby. Okay, that's a good album. I'll give you that. What else? Common Courtesy by Did Remember, because that was, like, in my personal opinion, like, their last good album. Um, good one. Probably the self-titled from Blink. And of course, Enema okay. State. That's your 10? That's my 10. Okay, Mr. Jerry. Oh, I'm writing. I was like, were you writing yours down? <laughs> I'm writing. I'm really... Oh my god. Oh. 
Oh my Jesus. Oh, this is this is stressful stuff. Oh, dude, wait, it no, is. I just saw okay. another crap. Keep going. Um, number eleven, ten ten point one. Um, this means war by Attack Attack. Oh, I think that's yeah. probably like one of the greatest albums ever written. Better than the self-titled? Dude, way better than the self-titled. So for me, uh, there, there are three albums go like, I'm gonna I'm gonna power rank, Attack Attack three albums. It goes. This means I'll power rank them. I'll power rank them for you. <laughs> this no, means go ahead. Go. This means war. Um, what was their first one called? Someday came suddenly, and then their Attack yeah. self-titled one. Okay, here's what you really mean is the self-titled. Something came suddenly, and the best one are the MySpace demos. If you disagree, Ooh, you're wrong. Dude, I forgot about like that MySpace EP <laughs> demo. I have that on my actual like old iPod Classic. Dude, speaking of Attack Attack, so there's that video, that documentary slash video thing of them recording uh, Stick Stickly. Yeah. That was with it was before Joey. Where started. is it? Like Whenever in that they... Tiger Studio thing. Yes. Yeah, dude, I watch yes. that like once a month. Oh, the that's best? my shit. Dude, I love that. I love that thing so much. The best YouTube comment I've ever seen in my life is on that. Was on that video, and it was me and I have a uh, one of my really good friends. His name's Will. We were watching it. We're scrolling through the comments. I swear to God, this happened, and I can't find it again. Um, some comment was like, "Hey, that uh, is that Caleb? Something about is that Caleb Shomo?" And they were like. Yeah, what does he do? What did he used to do in the band? And some of the one of the comments was like, "He used to be fat and plays synths." <laughs> like, someone just said that on the internet. He used to be fat and plays synths. Like I, dude, that was me. It's not really that. Like, no, I didn't write that comment, but I was like, that was like, me and my old band. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, he just he was fat and wrote and played synths. Synth, not keys. Sent. Jesus. This mini I'm um, M audio thing. <laughs> I think okay, so probably I think my favorite attack attack comment ever was I mean I don't even know if to consider this attack attack or not. It was like a few months back where the drummer got on their website, he's like or on their Facebook was like, This drums kid's about to make another ten thousand albums sold. And he ended up commenting, you mean Steven Slate samples are, spo- are about to make those albums sell. Nice! Dang, get wrecked, boy. Yeah, he ended up getting blocked. Destroyed. Like, I remember it was all over Chango, too, but the d- dude ended up getting blocked from, like, their Facebook. Damn. 10-12-8 <laughs> combo breaker. Bam! Alright, Jerry, you got your list? I do. Let's hear it. My body is ready. I my bunghole is agape. Whatever that means, I'm ready to. So, <laughs> uh, I saw you got hit in the face. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. So, the place I feel the safest, Currents. Awesome. Uh, Blueprints, Wage War. Deadweight by Wage War. <laughs> okay. Um. Every changer and still were that still world by event animate. My boys, that's right. Uh, the new being as an ocean album. Super good. Uh, Neuer by Neuer by novelists. Their new novelists. album basically. It's 
makes me moist. Um, when we don't exist, like Moss and Flames. Woo-hoo! That was a good out. Everyone keeps sleeping on that shit, my guy. Dude, like, oh my Moss Flames is the, like Moss and Flames is the best metalcore band that has ever been besides the plot in you. Okay, let's not get That is bold. I stand by that claim. Um, Prove me wrong, Internet. Prove me wrong. Or Origins by Dayseeker. It's a good album. It's a good album. It's a, it's a good band. Like, let's be real. Yeah, they're they're good. They're, the yeah. band's yeah, good. More. Yeah. Uh, Via by Volumes. Ooh. Nice. That's it. Okay. So I'm about to blow your mind. I swear to God, blow if you would just like say country and Spanish albums, I'm gonna walk out. I'm really nice. into Americana. I really actually don't even listen to hardcore music. I'm just kidding. Okay. So <laughs> there are no particular there are no particular order except for maybe the last three or four. So I'm gonna kick it off with the heavy stuff. Favorite ten top top ten albums of all time. And in, in no particular order, really. Number one, uh To Plant a Seed, we came as Romans. Yup. Uh yeah. Um uh, what's the name of the album? Augment by Era. Oh shit! I, 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 forgot I, I about can get that. down on that, dude. People been sleeping on that record since I got signed to Sumerian. Uh, and then the uh, two. Ah, this is harder than I thought. I thought I was gonna come out the gate, but <laughs> so many emotional attachments. Uh, that's why I wrote it down. Yeah, sign no more by uh. Mumford and Sons. Some wild cards. Oh, I forgot. Like, like mentioned James Supercave and, like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, era. Let's see. Mumford. Um. Try not to step into, like, the pop punk stuff yet. Hmm. This is way harder than I thought. I had a list, and now they're all leaving me. That, that's why I had to write Ooh, it down, like, probably- Jerry. Probably Ocean Eyes by Al City. Ooh. I, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I swear, this is, this is completely me being honest. I'm not just pulling these out of thin air just to be funny. Uh, Honestly, I should have said Carly Rae Jepsen's first album because I actually even have like the deluxe edition, like a physical copy of that. Okay, story time. I went to a Carly Rae Jepsen show by myself because I don't want to go with me. Dude, oh Manly. my God, I wish I lived next to you. I would have went with you. She is my... Oh. <laughs> Dude, I love Carly Rae Jepsen with a passion. But, uh, let me go back to my library here. I'll bring this up. Okay. Albert has a, uh, High School Musical 2 soundtrack. I hate you. So. Uh, it's a banger, so don't let him talk you down, (laughs) Albert. It's awesome. I'm Uh, not gonna lie, when I was little, there was one song I would, like, constantly repeat, and I can't remember what song it was. Um... Amberlin's Never Take Friendship Personal. Ooh, Amberlin. That's a name I haven't heard in a hot minute. Uh, the Sayasin subtitled. I was, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I was like, oh, I should have said that. That was bomb record. Dude, that... Oh, my God. Moisture than Co- moisture. Right. But I, I love Anthony Green, but Cove Forever, dude. Like, Agreed. Man. I even forgot uh, the Destroy Rebuild record. Of- yeah. Oh, definitely uh 
from under the court tree. Oh yeah, that's easy. From under the court tree, totally. From under the court tree by Fallout Boys. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven. I got three more. They're all like not heavy, which is really weird because I listen to a lot of like heavy stuff. Uh, it's the stuff you can sing along with is what really makes it great. Yeah, yeah and like all of these albums are kind of old, like right when I was getting into it and stuff. Uh, probably Futures by Jimmy Eat World. Oh, I, I thought you meant like the rapper Future. And I was like, <laughs> no, my man. I was so hyped. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's not okay. that, but it's a futures. Uh, probably, man, I'm getting towing some some lines here. This is hard because I've forgotten a bunch of stuff too. Probably this. I'm gonna say something bold. The self-titled Mayday Parade record was better than a lesson in romantics. I think we're done here. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then, my yeah, the next album would probably be either that or uh, or the mains um, can't stop, won't stop. And then my favorite album of all time, never skip a single song ever, no matter what time of year it is. There's a band from Michigan. They put out two albums, one with the original singer and one with a different lineup, and their first big record. Uh, Dave Bendith produced it and he recorded it and everything and uh, they're a band called Search the City and the record's called The Fire So Big The Heavens Can See It and that is it's not the best album that's ever come out but it is my favorite record of all time so you guys should peep that send me uh, send me the name because I'll forget it but I'll definitely check it out okay. if you recommend it it's not like you're recording this. That's fine. Yeah, you can't just go back and look at this. Uh, but wait. Just it's already an hour and 40 yourself. minutes in. Delete yourself. I mean, I could. <laughs> Can you just go delete ahead and yourself. delete your system 32? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so many people in Chango actually did it. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, a bunch of bunch of fucking clowns. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry Coughlin. <laughs> hey, how's the band? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, here's a good question. Um, this That's is gonna upset any hardcore emo kid out there. Taking back Sunday or brand new? Take back Sunday. Easy choice. Dude, thank you. <laughs> Jerry John. Jerry looks like, like he's happy. like in contemplation about like who these bands are. No, I know who they are. Which one do Let I me... cry to more? Take back Sunday. Well, uh... brand new is more for your like your existential crises, and like take back yeah. Sunday is more for your emotional side. You know what I'm saying? Like you keep brand new for your nihilism, and then you keep Tame Back Sunday just because you're sad. Jerry John the nihilist, brand new. I just don't like the majority of their catalog as much as I do Taking Back Sunday. Dude, Taking Back Sunday has such a. Good I just don't. I think, but the only thing I didn't like 
from Taking Back Sunday, I, I think it's the record that has El Paso on it, so it might be their self-titled one. Um, the drum, so. the drum Actually, mix on I it, I was not okay with at all. Well, to be honest, none of those records sound like absolutely incredible, but man, they got a lot of feeling. I really love Tidal Wave. People can get off their balls about Tidal Wave because it was awesome. The Tell All Your and they Friends all great hair by Taking Back Sunday, that thing sounded phenomenal for like the time it came out. Yeah, well, they were, I'm trying to think of who else was what they were up against. They were up against Take This to Your Grave, really, and that first starting line album about that time. What else came out that year? Around 2001, 2002. Uh, I was like, I don't know. I was like barely like in fifth. I think Jimmy E. World's uh, Bleed American came out close to then, too, and that sounded awesome. I just really like music stuff. I'm really into release dates blink 182 or sum 41 blink 182 pineapple pizza or cheese pizza pineapple i mean i have to go with cheese i mean i like pineapple but i don't prefer it (laughs) did i say pineapple or pepperoni pineapple i meant pepperoni honestly i was actually real confused when you said cheese I got real confused when Jerry like just cheese. said pi- pineapple. I was like, where did that come from? That wasn't an option. Um, <laughs> I think I would, I think I did pepperoni if it was between pepperoni and cheese. I like a little extra. I don't know. I like cheese over pretty much any other. I'd rather have cheese instead of a topping, but I love pineapple topping. What if I am the topping? Ooh. Oh? Give me an extra oh. slice of that, Daddy. Hey. Okay. Dad? Were you... A f- Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to trigger you. They call me the hospitality daddy because I'm the thing that keeps on giving. <laughs> Can you give me my dad back? Like, I'm just trying to find him. <laughs> he said he went out for I, milk I, I, through, I, I, like when I was five. I'm still waiting for him to come home. He said he was going to go get milk like 10 years ago. That was, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> you weren't even conceived yet. I know. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh. Did you guys? <laughs> I missed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god. myself. Did you guys ever listen to that band, A Bullet for Pretty Boy? No, I did not. Okay, so are you you guys, or at least Taylor? You said you're a fan of Numbers, right? By what was name? Yeah. Listen yes. to uh, the first album from A Bullet for Pretty Boy. It came out literally, I think, either a month before or like a week after Numbers. And it was produced by Cameron. It sounds like the exact same record. Really? Yeah, like, I swear to God, they, he uses the exact same sample, same guitar tone, same bass tone. Dude. Being a friend went down this really scary rabbit hole of Cameron Mazzell's discography, and we found the first band he used FOP on. What was the band? I don't remember. I'm going to have to go and look. I was like, you found the, uh, you found I, the origin of FOP? <laughs> found the you know, origin of FOP. I always thought FOP stood for, like, fat, open pussy. Because that's what <laughs> someone told me, and I believed it. <laughs> I mean... I, I doubt you're wrong. I still yeah. don't know what it is. I I thought it was the sound the snare made. 
I thought it stood for like fucking over process or something. <laughs> Seriously, I thought I thought that's what it stood for. That makes sense. We just I, there's the bullet. We just all need to go into Chango and like tag him in and tag him into the status and be like, "Yo, what does FOP stand for?" So, <laughs> Wasn't that like a bullet? whole thing at one point? I don't know. That might have been before my Chango time. Yeah, who produced the new issues? Uh-huh. He did. <laughs> No, I said who no, produced. Oh, I was like, <laughs> those poor guys, they took a step down. <laughs> Kidding! Oh. Air horn noises. <laughs> That's the air, air horn, not dolphins. I don't care. Like, I can't do an air horn. I can do a dolphin. Okay. I don't think it was a book from Pretty Boy. Got it. Uh, Jamie's Elsewhere, the, the Hafa Horizon... Jamie's elsewhere. That's a band oh I haven't God. even thought of in a hot minute. Can oh we talk God. about they said a storm was coming though? Dude, yes. Oh my God. Banger. Banger. Okay, were you guys Man, a fan of Sienna Skies? Banger. I never Man, listened to them. I wish they're... I don't like something about their lead vocals, man. I feel so bad talking like quote trash about these bands on a podcast, but like I just not. I'm not into it. I don't like their vocalist, man. True's a great dude in real life. Their original vocalist or the guy they switched to, or both. Either of them. They're just really, they're just really vanilla people sounding. I don't know. They've got that thing to where they can sing all the straight notes, you know. And uh, the only band that I think of that can get away with that and it not be boring was We Came as Romans. Oh God, <laughs> the first We Came as Romans album. Because he just like just belts the single note, no vibrato or anything, and they're like the only band to me that can really pull it off. See, this guy's is good. I'm just not super into it. <laughs> vanilla people. <laughs> Did I say vanilla people? You said vanilla people. Well, I mean, he's white. I'm gonna. They may not be white. He's not white. He's know. Australian. Wait, are Australians white? And <laughs> Joey Leafing help. I thought they were kangaroo people. <laughs> That's Joey all their entire population was just animals. Dude, I really did. I thought it was just, I thought it was just bugs that wanted to kill you and spiders that were the size of trucks. <laughs> oh yeah, That's accurate. Okay, I'm still uh, looking for Fop. Divide the sky. Fop city, bitch. Fop, Fop city, bitch. <laughs> So I'll I'll bring us back on topic. Cool. All right. So what other hobbies do you have other than music? That is a terrible question because I don't really. I I wish I wish I did because I don't have way more to talk to. I'd have mm-hmm. way more things to talk about to girls. But <laughs> I'm really just. Like, all I do is look up music and try and find music and scour these stupid forums to find new music. I used to just listen to everything. Like, I used to have my bands that, like, I'd only listen to them. And I started about a year ago, a little over a year ago, like, just started diving and digging. And I subscribed to Apple Music, which is, like, the best thing ever for me. I know it sucks for artists. Dude, I'm actually Apple Music over Spotify every day. Yeah, I'm starting to buy CDs again, thankfully. Ah, uh, well, you got Spotify. And Amazon Play, if you got that. Google Play. Google Play. Yeah. I'm too broke for this. Yeah. I mean, dude, you're <laughs> but, uh, a student. You get it yeah. for like four bucks. 
True. You want to see my banking oh, never account? Never mind. Never mind. I know. I know your situation. Never mind. I thought about it after I spoke. This is my savings account. <laughs> it's more than I have in mind. I have oh to gosh. get this back tomorrow. I was. I mean, I was. I uh. I mean, I was dating someone for a long time that uh. That uh. You know, they they really liked music, but they only liked a few bands. Mm. And like, you know, it was strange to me because for the last two years, I've been like just hardcore trying to find new stuff. And uh, it's cool to be into your band and stuff, but just blew my mind that they weren't seeking it. And I think that's I don't know. I, 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 I just always do music. I'm always playing guitar. I write a lot. Like when I'm at work, I'm always thinking of something and i'm making notes on my phone and consumes my entire being to be completely honest <laughs> so real quick, i mean like oh, earlier i like i like video games yeah like well i like video game i'm playing a lot of i play destiny oh never mind <laughs> i was gonna say because earlier you brought up baseball i love to watch baseball i don't play it anymore though just because mm. i'm yeah I don't know. I, I love to watch baseball, uh, but I'm just trying to think of like hobbies that I actually put time and effort in. I go to the gym sometimes. I don't look like it, but dude, every time I've I been messaging you, you're always at the gym. Me too. Trying to get these gains, baby. These gain trains don't stop. I Wait, saw Jesus little Christ, bump. That was actually quick? impressive. Dude, you got, uh, I see that bicep coming oh. in real nice. You see this bicep? Uh, My boy. Guys, he has a tumor on his arm. <laughs> I do. Uh, one no, like I'm... equals one prey. <laughs> press, uh, press F. <laughs> press that motherfucking like button. <laughs> like, subscribe, share, and all your friends make me famous. Let me <laughs> create a Patreon. Don't do anything else. Yeah, join my Patreon so you can support. Never mind. I was gonna take a dark joke, but <laughs> definitely should create a Patreon. Maybe people will, like help support us that way. Like when the website bill comes in, I'll have money to pay for it, and we can keep this show going. You're right. <laughs> Please support. Send money. Make me <laughs> make me your Nigerian prince. No, I need oh. to find a Nigerian. Prince. <laughs> need to find you one. It's a... Shout out to Western Mutual. <laughs> every every time I hear that joke now, though, I only pictured like Jerry sitting in his room on his laptop, and I don't know why. I, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh man! I'm on my desktop like a gentleman. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, stay. That's why my picture quality is probably okay. Uh, I can't. The same. <laughs> I had a question for you, Taylor. Okay, I remember. I have it. Um. So since you brought up, you don't have a lot of things to talk to about girls besides music. Oh god, this is. Oh lord. <laughs> Do you ever like just kind of tell me like, yeah, I mix music on the like, like just I mix music as a producer and stuff. And like, do they ever seem like really hyped? And then you tell them, but it's like for pop punk and metalcore. And then like they get real turned off because it's not like really trashy rap or. Uh, I actually don't talk about it a lot. There's not a lot of people that know I do it, to be real. I just don't talk about it that much. I don't talk about myself a lot, really. Same. So. I don't. I not, just don't talk to people like, a lot, except for like my girlfriend, my parents, and you guys. So. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I can talk. Lonely. I can talk. I can talk to people about a lot of stuff, but I just don't tell them about like my music endeavors a lot. So they're just gonna do that for me, sort of. I mean, I want other people to like it, but I don't like go out of my way in typical conversation. Be like, right. Hey, I play. I play music. Check out my band. Help me. <laughs> Help me get off the streets. No, I feel that. Yeah. Help me turn. Make this my full time job, please. <laughs> But I mean, on the real, all jokes aside, please help us make these our full-time jobs. <laughs> please help me make this my full-time job. Someone get a stream video from Jerry John at Ritual Season Media. And like, I will keep plugging it in. Send send some mixed projects to your boy Taylor and and Albie. Yeah. Yeah, I we do we do. I mean, I write and record and stuff, and I do I do mix for others as well. Do you still have your I, website up? Right now, it's most like. Uh, no, I don't, because, funny story, I don't have that debit card anymore, and it was tied to that, and I found out two months too late to fix it, but my email address is still active. <laughs> Give it to me. So, <laughs> is, is it the Hotmail one? No, I have a, a Gmail one that's for uh for the website. Send it to me, Classy. that way I could uh, put it in the show notes. Cool, I will totally snag that. That way I can put your uh, music I... video link in the show notes, your Facebook, your email, your social security card, your debit card with the PIN number. <laughs> your and social the... security card. Choose your, choose your Gmail address. Oh, this is making me like make another one. I just want to sign in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gmail.com. Your boy. Add account. Yo, you boys keep talking. I have to let my dogs in my room real quick. Let's just talk. Let's just talk shit about him. That was definitely a yelp. Fight me, boy! Damn, are you gonna throw that? Albert, are you kind of? Albert, are you like sort of Mexican? Not Mexican. No, Hispanic. he's Hispanic. Mexican, like corn. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I did. He's I nervous. did use a pressure cooker to cook tamales for dinner. Oh. <laughs> Delete yourself. The dog is fitting. It's adorable. Dude, though. all three of my dogs are little ankle biter chihuahuas. So oh, are you doing? Do oh, dude, Jerry, you haven't, seen, you haven't seen her in a hot minute. She's gotten big. Ooh, she oh, she thick. Two C's. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go get a, a drink of water because your boy is parched. So since Taylor's gone, Jerry, how have you been? Um, it's been a hot minute since we've been able to do a show. Don't fucking talk to me. Oh. I love you. I'm here for Taylor. No. You wanted to end our friendship. I didn't want to end our friendship. What are you talking about? Oh. Thanksgiving? Like, all right, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> just break up with me. No, I love just, you. Just... Just... <laughs> <Destroy> <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. Water. Arrowhead water. Uh, arrowhead. Do you guys not have? That's like some Native American shit. Don't you no, guys have arrowhead no. water? Yeah, dude, it's called arrowhead. Never heard of it. It's not... we have like Poland Springs and shit. Like we have Smart Water in Fiji, but Arrowhead's not that bad. Ever heard of Arrowhead? Your boy's back. Alright, this is probably a good time for me to dip because it's almost 1am in the morning. Oh, wow. And your boy is hungry.
at 1 a.m. So what is he going to do? Drive to a pizzeria and get some deep dish, even though I hate it. The theme continues. Yeah. All right, so, dude. Have a Taylor, good night. Be safe. Nice meeting you. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I'm just trying to look out for you and love you. And this listen, is why. Listen, Albert. Listen. No. No. You soiled it. You soiled it. Soiled it. Soiled it. Find out what happens to Albie and Jerry's relationship on the next episode. <laughs> dun dun dun. But yeah. Nice Things get guys. rocky. Dude, can you do some really voiceover good. work? No. That was really good. Because I'm like, I kind of like want to have like a really will nice... They, will they ever recover? Dude. Because I want to have like a legit like voiceover intro for the podcast. Not your boy. What? what? Well, I was, I was going to do the whole like... It's trademarked. We get fired. I can't even say what I was going to say. In the world. <laughs> he said it. It's not me. <laughs> Sue me. I got 25 cents. You're about to be negative oh, wait, 25 I'm cents. Later, dude. Have a good night. Be safe. Later, man. Good night, bye, guys. Man, it's late o'clock there. Yeah. You're only, what, an hour ahead of me, right? Uh, yeah. What time is it there? Uh, 1047. Okay, it's 1147 here. Yeah, some... Yes, ahead, yeah. Alright, so let's get back to you now. Um, video games. So, besides Destiny, do you play anything else? I only do... Uh, I play Destiny, and I play some Halo, and I do Battlefield. Okay. Uh, I uh, played Skyrim for a little bit, but uh, now I don't play quite as much. I just play, like, just sometimes here and there. We've been playing a lot of Destiny though, because my friends, excuse me, my friends and I have a, a clan thing, and we're always trying to get together and do the raids and challenges and all that stuff. But past that, I don't play much. Uh, but I mean, I, I do play, so that's kind of another hobby that I got. I hear, <sighs> I heard some Halo in there, so I assume you have an Xbox. I do have an Xbox, yeah. Dude, hop onto that Gears of War hype train. That way we can play together. Okay, I'll buy it. Do you have the fourth one? Yeah, actually, I have, like, all of them, so. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't have four, and I left the other ones at my parents uh, when I moved. Yeah. But uh, I can grab them for sure. Yeah, dude, definitely uh, so grab four or something, because four's multiplayer is so good. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure, because we do need a game together if you've got Xbox, yep. for sure. Noisy Manager 20, cool. add me, add your boy. Noisy manager 20. That's awesome. Dude, I got so lucky because I was like, I think in middle school when I got my 360 and I created my uh, Xbox account or Microsoft account, whatever. And I just hit random generate. And like, usually people get stuck like with real stupid names. But I got noisy manager 20. I think I had a secondary account before I started paying for this one. And it was like River Lawyer. <laughs> and it was awesome sometimes it's still it's still attached to my hotmail account because i'm having to use like an aol one for my og that i'm using now but uh it's a stupid river lawyer it was like a river lawyer 01 i think dude that sounds like awesome. i don't know that sounds like really like backwater like mayor of a like really a weird like water river building. lawyer it's 
just got to keep those crocodiles at bay. <laughs> alligators. I guess alligators here. Oh, God, that's great. Um, so music's obviously not your full-time job yet. What do you do outside? No, no. What do you do to make a living then? Besides prostitute that sexy body. Uh, it's just it's uh, retail management. I work in a uh, manager. Yeah, making that quote not big money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm 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 retail management right now. Uh, just uh, it's paying the bills. So gotta question gotta for earn you. that dollar. Um, so I assume since you're manager, you've worked quite a few retail jobs, right? Or at least you've been in retail for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been doing it for like over five, I guess six years now, over six years. So, have you ever had to do the Bob Phillips doctor retail training? What is that? Oh, I'm not even going to like tell you then because it's awful. Just remember, everyone is purple and all their money's green. Greet every customer with an open heart and make sure when you greet them, your body is 45 degrees to the ground. Yeah, I'll message you later about okay. my true feelings about this. Okay, I'll have to do some some research, some googling. If you ever have the opportunity oh to make uh, some of your employees do this training, don't do it to them. Have a heart. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mostly do have to do like <laughs> I have to do gun training. That's the kind of management I'm into right now. <laughs> It's not near as exciting as you think it is, though. Well, I think I know where you work, if it's the same place that you told me before. Yeah, don't tell them. They don't need to know. They don't need to know. I don't want people <laughs> stalking you. Yeah. They'll hit me up. Hey, man. <laughs> I'll pay you exposures to mix my record. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you the exposure of a lifetime. And some of that kush. That's right. Some of that kush. Wait, can I oh pay in Kush? No, nah, you can't pay in Kush. I mean, you could totally pay in Kush. Just meet me out in the parking lot. My manager was standing right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. So, what is your favorite thing about writing or... Yeah, let's do it with writing music. What's your favorite thing about writing music? Oh, man. Ah... Uh... I don't know. I don't like to talk about my problems that much to people because to me they're like really insignificant and they are. They really don't matter uh, in the grand scheme of things, I guess. And it's just like a way to to get it out there, kind of. Uh, which sounds really terrible, but it's more of like a, like a release, I guess. Because I was writing just the music for me and now I'm, I've gotten to a point where, because I was always too afraid to release music because I didn't want someone to not like it. But now it's like, no, you don't have to like it. So don't listen to it. And uh, <laughs> if I don't, if I had, if I hesitate, if I hesitate, I won't ever release it. But uh, it's kind of like that. It's just kind of a, a coping mechanism, I guess, with stuff that's going on whether it be good or bad i like to write about a lot of stuff so that's kind of what that is it's not really that deep 
All right, let's go. Let's turn the attention to mixing. What's your favorite thing about mixing music? Or mixing or producing? Let's, or let's just start at mixing slash producing. I mean, it's cool. It's cool when I mix music for people and like, you know, they, they have their tracks and they're, you know, they have their reference mixes. Like, hey, man, make it like this. And you send it to them and they're just blown away. Like, first try, no, no revisions and they're stoked about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then, like, the other part of that, though, is, you know, I've done a few where it's just revision after revision after revision. Uh, luckily, those have all come out really well. Um, we just, our ideas weren't completely there together on the front end, so I had to do some revisions to finally understand their vision. No one's fault. It just took me a second to catch up. Uh, producing bands, though, is really cool because they will come in and they'll do, because uh, they've got their song, they've got their backbone, they kind of know what to do. And then uh, if they want me to produce it or, I guess, help write, I guess. I don't really produce, I suppose. But if they have their great ideas and then I kind of say, hey, you know, that's a great idea. But what if you did this? Or what if you added another vocal part here? What if you did more harmonies here? What if we had more ambient guitars here? What if you changed that feel? Like, it's cool to, to produce a band and work with that. And, of course, they have a partial idea and I just help kind of make that idea whole and get them excited and stay stoked and to keep the energy high. And I really prefer that we're just mixing. I love producing and working with bands for sure. Just more exciting. The energy on the room is way more or not. It's just way cooler. I, I feel like with producing of, too, like you have to use your imagination a lot more because you're actually like, how can I did. make this sound and how can yeah. I make that sound sound good? And it's really challenging, too, because then uh, sometimes the band will be like, hey, we want some kind of techno part here. And I'm thinking, crap, I've never done that in my life. Yeah. I don't know how to make a dance. So you're having to, like, learn on the spot, which is really scary, but also great. That's when you just go up to the mic and you just, like, start doing it with your mouth, like beatboxing. And boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that's it's like they want this, and if you can't deliver, you know that sucks. So I'm you're having to learn on the fly, and it's really sometimes it's really stressful, I and mean, most of the time it comes out great. It's just I love it. Always I always learn something whenever I produce a band. I just haven't gotten to produce one in a, a little bit, just because of work and I'm moved and everything. That was actually going to lead into my now. next question. Ever since you moved, has it been hard for you to like build up clientele again, or? Like, how has that been since the move? Um, I was only working with, like, one or two bands really close in Florence, and I have done uh, some odd job, odd editing jobs and stuff on the side. Um, so it's so now I guess I'm going to start going to shows and soliciting and <laughs> <laughs> getting to know the bands and you know, finding dudes that are really cool that would want to work with me. Not to, like, use and abuse that relationship, but to, you know, just get be be in the scene, so. But, yeah, I mean, that's always a good thing. I'm really guilty about not going to local shows. Um, I just, I get real bad anxiety just to even go to shows anymore. Like, I had this. Right. Yeah, I don't know, like. It's just, it's hard for me to even, like, go out places, to be honest, so. I just, I. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I'm just saying, like, I I just don't go. I'm 
uh, it's hard to find time right now, and I just tend to make up excuses for myself instead of actually doing it. So that's <laughs> where I really need to focus on and stop procrastinating. Uh, but the other flip side of that is I've been focusing so much on like the American Secret stuff that uh, I haven't sought to work with anybody because I want to get this out so bad and so hard. So it's like a weird double-edged sword kind of thing. Like I want to work with bands, but I also want to do what I'm doing right now and finish that before I focus on anything else. It's, it's... So with American Secrets, do you plan to play, sh- like do you plan to find a lineup to play shows or are you just going to keep it just you? Uh, I don't know because right now it's just a, it's just a studio project. Um, but then when I released the single, people from a couple guys from Florence and some people from Huntsville and someone, a couple of people from Birmingham and stuff were hitting me up like, hey, do you have a drummer? Do you have a bassist? Do you need a guitar player and stuff? And same response to all of them because I wasn't expecting that kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, anyway, you know what I'm trying to say? I wasn't expecting people to like be into it, really, and uh, want to play that. Uh, so my response to all of them was the same. It was more or less, you know, I don't know. It's right now it's just a studio project. It's just me just like writing music and releasing it. And uh, I don't know if it's going to tour, if it's going to play shows or what I want to do with it. There's a, that band Love Brooklyn that uh, that I used to be in. They were they're, they got signed recently. Uh, oh, good for them. I do not remember. Yeah, awesome. Go dudes. They're awesome people. Shout out to my boy Casey, keeping it real. Clay, Jesse, Grayson, guys are dope. Um, uh, but they are doing a CD release show in Florence. <clears throat> and I was uh, talking to Casey a few nights ago, and I think I may do like an acoustic set just to open up the, one of their shows. It's in like January, and then maybe test the waters a little before then. Uh I really don't know. This is really poor planning. Dude, you should honestly, like, to get prepared for that, you should just do, like, random open mics, like, at random places with an acoustic guitar. I thought about that. Yeah, I would I would really want to do, like, an open mic, like, a where they just trade songs somewhere. That would be cool. Uh, and just do one of the originals. I don't know if that would fly, though, at a place like that, but... At this point, you know, does it really matter? I just got to do it. (laughs) Just go to like a coffee shop or something because like some of our local coffee – I mean at least here in New Mexico, some of our local coffee shops, um, they'll do an open mic. Um, I know there's a few other places too. Like there's this bar right across from my university and they have an open mic like every Tuesday night. So I mean – That's – And there's people that like – They'll do covers, they'll do original songs. So hmm. I'm wondering if there's there's something like that in the town you're in. Yeah, I need to do a little more research and for sure because I'm just so ill-prepared. Like I said, I wasn't expecting people to actually like be into it and I was sure wasn't expecting people to like want to play it. Dude, I told you like I sh- like when the first song you sent me I listened to it, then I showed my girlfriend, I showed my old boss, um, and, like, literally, I showed, like, uh, eight different people, and all the reactions were the exact same, like, holy crap, this is good. Like, they, a few of my coworkers I showed it to, they're like, 
what band is this? Can I find them like on YouTube or anything? It's like, nope. This is just my buddy. I don't know <laughs> what, what's going to happen with this, but it's good. Dang, that's so cool that people, strangers, are listening to my music and are into it. That blows my mind. I don't even, I can't even fathom that. It's so strange to me. Oh, it's so weird. It's awesome. It's great. I think it's awesome that people are into it, but it's still like, it's like one of those so surreal strange. moments, right? Where you're just like, wait, you like what I'm doing? Yeah, like, because I mean, I was doing myself, not not in like a self, not in a selfish way, for at all, but it was just, you know, I'm I'm into it. And I think it's decent stuff, so I just want other people to hear it. They don't have to like it. It's just, but the fact that some people do is exciting and like really humbling i don't know makes it all kind of worth it too so i think it's cool so after the ep drops do you plan to keep american secrets a thing or are you going to move on to a new project i think with what i'm doing uh, i'm going to keep american secrets right now it's just the ep i'm thinking kind of short term as i don't really know what long term means uh but um Right now, I'm just kind of treating it like a like Johnny Frank treats Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of just him writing music and releasing it and doing his thing, and I I think it's really inspiring. And it's kind of he's been one of the driving like the big motivators is you know Johnny Frank's got a really humble setup. He's got a microphone. He's got a smaller interface. He's got an old Mac. You know he's he's just doing it all. The last video, like the studio tour he did, I guess it was maybe a year ago now. You know, it was all untreated stuff, and uh, he's just good at using minimal things. And I thought that was great. And I started once I was back in the writing and listened to his stuff again, just because I, I really like his productions. Like he did, uh, he did the Jared Launch record. He's done uh, some new albums that came out this year. Johnny Frank. Let me see if I can find one of the first productions I've heard from him was, uh, God, what's that band's name? Sephirim? Sephirim? Yes. And then, uh, he put someone come out with a new album, like brand new this year. New. I had it in my library in here somewhere. Maybe I lost it. I can't lost it. I think it was, uh, the wise man's fear. Were you ever a fan see. of uh, From Atlantis? Yes. yes. Dude, they were so good. Yes, I was super into them. Super sad to see them. Rip. Rip. Rip stick. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Johnny Frank's a cool dude, does a lot of stuff, very minimal setup, and I just thought that was really inspiring. And it's like, man. I should shoot him a message, wanna, see if he'll want to come on the I show. I want to try. That would be cool. Because Johnny Frank's a cool dude, and he could teach you some sweet, I'm sure some rad secrets and yeah. mixing stuff, too. Now that you say that, one thing I wanted to ask you, out of, you can pick any part of an advice, any tip, trick whatever you want to call it in mixing or production or mastering what is one thing that you wouldn't mind sharing with listeners about mixing oh, production gosh. or mastering oh gosh i don't know because i don't think i'm 
good enough to like be giving advice. Yeah, and it could even be like always make sure that you have your input set to this or never mix them all. Oh. Like it could literally be anything. Just like something that you think would be helpful. Here's a cool tip, I think, because I kind of learned this. Uh, was tuning vocals. It was my own vocals, actually, when I was doing some editing. And uh, I love doing a main take. So I said earlier, I really love just layers of vocals. I did. I do a, a main vocal layer, or a, a, excuse me, a lead vocal. Then I would do hard left and right harmonies, and then also hard ref left and right doubles of the main uh, melody. So when you're tuning, you know you always want to make sure everything's lined up. But you know, you'll know when it's lined up when not a single voice is distracting. Which sounds really like common. It's it's common sense for the guys that are like really into the editing. I guess this is more of like a, a, a vocal tuning basic tip, I guess, because it's not really that complicated. But honestly, that, you know, it, you, it's helpful to me because I've never heard this before. Yeah, if if one of the vocals is distracting, you know it's not edited tight enough, or it's still off key, or something's wrong with it. So, like, if you've got your main melody and then your two doubles on the side that are the they're doing the same thing, they're just doubles of the main vocal. If you can hear those separately, then some editing needs to be done. But once they're all one, like, cohesive sound, that's how you get that really wide, full. And if they're that tight, they function as one vocal, and then the rest of the instruments aren't being covered up as much. That's the experience that I've had, which is weird because you don't mix them any differently. They're just edited in a way that they're super tight and they're just one cohesive sound or just track really tight. You know, I'm saying editing, but that's tracking really tight, too. Like, I guess that's the biggest tip that I can think of for it was really eye opening for me whenever I, I was thinking about it earlier in the week. Which is really cool and kind of cool. Just out of our earlier conversation about using the stock logic tape delay as a saturator for drums. Yes, um, I have never done that. Honestly, go open, just put it somewhere real quick, and I'll just show you how to do it. Uh, it's okay. just delay, and then the tape delay. Okay, quiet. So on the top left there, um, get it to sync with the tempo instead. So the hit tempo sync. And then make sure uh, grab the knob on the left and drag it all the way down so it's not doing any delay at all. Okay. And then you uh, and just put however wet you want it and then tweak the frequency that you want it to kind of pop out with. And that's how you use it as a saturator. Where's the frequency that I'd use? Uh, the frequency is that big green bar in the middle. Oh. So it says like 20 hertz to like 2,000 or something like that, 20,000. Okay. And just throw in however much wetness you want it when you uh, listen to it. Oh, there's the dry I want. Okay. Yeah, that's oh. just like all there is to it is using it as a saturator. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you just kind of have to play around with it to find like the exact drum sound you want. Like there's no... Uh, preset really for because you know every drum's a little bit different right so yeah if you ever want to use the logic stock tape delay as a 
saturator that's how you would go about it just make sure you always go to your tempo sync and make sure you're not getting any delay at all because then your drums will just be off time and not good it's it works though that's cool i can hear it doing some weird like not weird but cool stuff in the mid-range and like it does some really neat stuff in the high end yeah it's really nice to make make everything a little bit more punchy too weird I've been trying to figure out how to use JST Soar as the saturator, but I can't get like the delay to ever completely go away like how you can with this. Let me see if I can do anything with it. Delay. Shout out to some random video on YouTube that oh. taught me that trick. I wish I could give you proper credit. <laughs> that's that's so cool though. Like I would have, I've like heard about it, but I've never done it. I don't even know if you can do it on Soar because it doesn't have a. Let's see here. Yeah, the only reason I ever looked into like how to make it a tape saturator is because Joey Leafdean, his drums just sound really good. Yeah. I want to say it's just something about Australians. Like all the Australian producers, their drums sound really, really good. And so one thing I asked him was like, "How do you get your drums so good?" Uh, he said instead of clipping it, he uses tape saturation. So I, like, I was digging away trying to figure out how to like get a tape saturator and that's the only way i really came across to use stock plugins as a tape saturation tool hmm this is yeah this is doing something weird it's making it mono i think <laughs> it's totally making it mono that's not gonna work you don't want your drums in mono that sore was putting them in mono so it wasn't making it it wasn't doing its thing. Exactly. Hmm. That's cool about that. I'm trying to think if I... Like, I don't have any cool tricks. Uh, this is neat. My vocal chain used to be just gain reduction. Um, but now it's this. So I hit it pretty hard with the 1176. The I'm using a lot of wave stuff. Good lord, they should pay me. I'm just kidding. Um... I'm actually hitting it with the CLA 76 oh, with an attack time of 6.9 with a release time of the fastest it can go just so the vocal will punch a little bit because it's not getting squashed immediately. And uh, I can find, uh, find like the main vocal. Here we go. So it hits this pretty hard, the CLA 76. I'm getting about a about minus 20. And then I come in with the SSL, do my EQ thing, and then I also hit this compressor really hard. Fast attack, fastest release with a ratio of 3.8 with uh, the threshold to, to make it clip at right negative six. So like the 76, okay. the CLA 76, the CLA76 makes it pump, and this brings that vocal down it brings that initial attack of the vocal down that makes it through the CLA-76, which sounds counterproductive, uh, which in a way it is, but it still lets that first oomph of whatever the vocalist is saying kind of just be a little more aggressive. I just do it with two compressors instead of one. Uh, and then just basic DSing and then verb after because I'm basic. You basic boy. Basic boy. 
Um, the reason I was going to ask you, though, or the reason I asked you earlier when we were talking about the base, if you were having trouble gluing the high end and the low end split together, is because I found out, it was last night, actually, um, if you go to the Logic stock compressors and go to the preset and under guitars and go to electric bass, um, click on that preset and then just kind of tweak it to your needs. But really that preset is really nice to glue bass, uh, high and low bass, uh, tracks together. That's cool. Oh, like on the bus. Yeah. So like okay. I'll have, um, my, I call it dirty bass for my high end and then just bass for my low end. Right. Send it to my base auto bus, and then on the base auto, I'll put the compressor on that, and then click on the preset that's the electric base, and then just tweak it a little bit. Okay. So it fits exactly what I need, but usually, uh, just the preset by itself works like just right there. Really well. Maybe I just want like a little bit more compression, and so I'll turn uh, the threshold up a little bit. But besides that. It's usually dead on right out of the preset. That's cool. I used to use that one a lot for vocals, like just the basic, before it was what it was now, like when it was the old school, uh, which I don't even know if you can get it on here anymore because I think all the compressors are the same, like uh, just that. Yeah, it was before this, before this update. I was using just the basic okay, one. Okay, yeah. See, ever since I've used Logic, I, we've always had like the 10 compressors in one. Yeah, I... I wish I could remember what it looked like, but it was sweet because it was really clean. And uh, I don't know. It was just a really awesome compressor. I'm sh I mean, I know all the ones they have now are great, but there was just so much more basic and simple and it was just neat and easy to use. So I can show you some of my sessions so I can kind of show you what I was talking about. Let's wrap this episode up because it's kind of coming all like four minutes away from three hours. Oh. Um what song did you want us to play at the end? Did you want Smoke Me Out? Yeah, you could do Smoke Me Out. That's the, the first single that's off the EP and shooting to release it sometime in November, probably later November, but should be. And, and probably release another song. Uh, I'm shooting for the beginning of November, but we'll see how it all plays out with like preparedness and all that cool stuff. Any last minute plugs before we sign off? Um, I guess really just to say, like, I mean, if you're I'd still, you know, like to work with anybody that's interested and uh, you can email me at my personal email at, you know, it's uh, my first and last name, T-A-Y-L-O-R-B-L-E-W at Hotmail, or you can email me at my, uh, uh, I guess my project studio email, which is architectrecordings at gmail.com. Just a r k a r k i t e k t recordings uh, at gmail.com. And just stay stoked on American Secrets because I'm pretty stoked that people are into it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. So we are going to be playing Smoke Me Out by American Secrets. Keep a lookout for their EP. And here we go. Here we go.